Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The jobs report came out. It's really bad. And uh, lots of people are getting fired or quitting from their job, quitting their jobs. And I love this, uh, 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 you know, Joe Biden. I love this guy. He comes out and he's like, it's actually a good thing that people are losing their jobs amid a, a, a abysmal jobs report and mass shortage of everything. The uh, beef prices through the roof. Like, at least what we're looking at, it's like double the cost. Gas prices through the roof. I just saw the gas out here. We're in the middle of nowhere, and it was like three three thirty or three forty or something. And I'm like, wow. It's a good thing I got electric vehicles because I was like, I'm planning ahead, man. That's that's what they're trying to do, right? So uh, I guess we're going to have to talk about what's going on with Joe Biden being a bad president, like we always do. Because um, what time is it? Oh, yeah, it's today. It's 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 a, it's a, it's a day ending with Y. Yes. So um, we, we've got uh, uh, Don't Walk Run Productions you want to introduce yourself, Andrew? Hello. I'm Don't Walk Run Productions. <laughs> <laughs> Great intro. <laughs> yeah, who are you? What do you do? Uh, I'm Andrew uh, from Don't Walk Run. I have a – oh, yes, please adjust that camera. There we go. Uh, Beautiful. I, I, always, I always change – there we go. Thank you. Hide that double chin. Much more flattering. <laughs> there we go. Tim knows what's up. Um, while, while Tim, the, the mastermind here, it's been a week to uh, – this this time last year was my very first appearance on t- on oh, Tim Cast cool. Fire. Nice, welcome yeah. back, sir. Uh, do welcome. you guys? You won't. You weren't here. But do you remember uh, what the subject was? What the hot topic was when I was here? What was it? It, uh, it was when Trump got COVID. COVID. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, that's and right. and uh, the the audience share was just through the roof. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was it a was fun it day. Was, it was getting, it was like, it was a stretch before the election. The yeah. views were, it mm-hmm. was crazy back then. Now we're in an off cycle year. It's like the, the one year in the cycle. So next year we got midterms, we've got primaries, and we got the general. So this is the year where like no one cares. But you know, we, we talk about it anyway. But, but now we have Joe Biden, who's just like a godsend for content, you know? <laughs> so oh, jeez. <laughs> so uh, bad. And, well, and as the senior political analyst, the, the top senior political analyst on, on YouTube, I'm, very happy to be here, and I, I I always appreciate the invite. And sorry, I've been been away for so long, mm-hmm. Tim Cast. So he literally just ran up the he stairs did. like a minute before. <laughs> like, I'm not late. I'm not here late. Here I am. I was, I was stuck on the tarmac uh, longer than I was actually like flying on a plane. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, glad to be here. Oh, brutal. I'm glad you survived. Well, uh, I hate to break it to you, but Luke's here too. Yeah. Oh, I would agree with you, Andrew. Um, <laughs> Biden, but, Biden, but I am the senior, the, the top senior political yeah. analyst. That's what you're going to say, right? No, no. I was, I was <laughs> questioning the, the status of uh, don't walk, run when you almost came in late. But uh, <laughs> more, more importantly, I would agree with you that Biden is great for content and also destroying the economy. Welcome back, beautiful and amazing <laughs> human that. beings. This is Lugodeski here of We Are Change the Org. And something strange has been happening to my YouTube channel. Ever since kind of being on here, the, the views have kind of plummeted. All videos are like 10 out of 10. It, it's weird. So if you guys want to show me some love and check out my channel, it is YouTube.com. 
youtube.com forward slash we are changed. Something really weird is happening in the algorithm. I don't know what it is, but like views cut in half and uh doesn't really make sense. YouTube doesn't like us. You're mm-hmm. saturating your audience. That's I, what's it, happening. It, it, it used to be when, when I used to hurt your channel just on being on your, <laughs> just, just on, on being on your channel. Now you're hurting my channel. So, uh, it, I think that's good. I think it's a great sign to see in the, in the coming Look, times. It's, of it's cyclical. It'll, yeah. you know, it'll it's come back. back. It'll yeah. come back. Yeah. It's an off year, man. This is, now is the time where it's like politics are out the window. Everyone's kind of like, uh, but next year is going to start ramping up and it's going to be brutal and awful and everyone's going to be miserable. Oh, 20, asteroid 2022. Yes. You know? But, but this is the midterm, so it's like an asteroid for every congressional seat. Uh, that's fine Just to me. The, 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 the U.S. getting peppered by meteorites. So the whole many. point. Yes. We got we got uh, Lydia pressing the button. I'm also pressing buttons. Ian's taking the night off tonight. I know you guys are gonna miss him. We only have these two guys. We'll have fun anyway. Um, yeah, I'm tagging along as well. I press buttons for a living. It's a good job. Ian, Ian wanted us yeah. to let you know that his his, his magnetic field was, was out of sync. Yeah, and he just true. needs a night. He wasn't feeling it, <laughs> so uh, he will be he will be out. But before we get started, head over to TimCast.com. Become a member. You know we have a special members podcast yesterday because it wasn't just like a normal riffraff of the crew hanging out. James O'Keefe descended upon us. Indeed. And we had a little bit shorter, but James gave a direct update on all of his lawsuits. So the, the, the battles that he's in, that he's launched to uh, stop defamation, to go after these these liars and the, the results. And it was actually really fascinating. So we got to ask him a series of questions as he talked about this. And the People's uh, Defamation Defense Fund, a.k.a. what they're, we're doing is, uh, they're doing is Project Veritas Legal, and how they're saying, you know, James said he wants to find a couple good cases where he can help regular people who have been defamed before the end of the year. Check that out at TimCast.com. Become a member. Don't forget to like this video, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. It's Friday night, everybody. Woo, yes. Woo. It'll be good. Live from Harper's Ferry, it's <laughs> TimCast, Friday night. <laughs> Here's the story from the Daily Mail. When you see mass firings, look at the bigger story. Oh, the, oh, the bigger story. Oh. Biden appears to defend the unvaccinated losing their jobs. Appears to. He Ooh. literally defended it saying, look at the bigger picture. The people who lost their jobs don't matter. Meanwhile, I'm just going to jump right into it. U.S. jobs growth unexpectedly weak in September. Thank you, Financial Times. Mm. Unexpectedly. Yes, I've been buying emergency food because I unexpectedly, uh, I'm, I'm shocked by what's happening with the economy and the, and the cost of uh, beef, the rice shortages, the gas prices, the steel, the lumber, the labor shortage, the trucker shortage. I tried ordering so, some stuff off the internet. I don't even know where it is. It's gone. Yep, these are the worst job numbers for his entire presidency. And he says, this is a sign America is moving forward. Yes, into the but dumpster, not- into the, into the <laughs> trash, into, yeah. uh, just economic Armageddon and, and just financial ruin for the rest of America. I mean, uh, a lot of people need to understand that, that the pain out there that is felt is so wide, is so vast. I mean, People were just lambasted. They had so much government in their life that the lockdowns, the unemployment benefits, mm-hmm. the labor shortages, the supply shortages, the continued mandates, the continued rules and regulations are literally standing in the way of free capital from moving around. And then some people are still wanting more government for some reason. I just, I just don't, I just can't, I can't understand it. You guys got a lot of government. What does government look like? Directly getting involved in the economy, printing money out of nowhere, and hyperinflating the currency, robbing you blind. Well, you know, Joe Biden wonders why he's like, he's like, oh, it's not happening fast enough. Well, maybe, just maybe, if you weren't scaring people every day. Oh my goodness, why do I have to do like? Okay, I have to do the, <laughs> I have to do the Joe Biden thing. Unions, <laughs> that unions made the middle class. Yes, look, he's. 
he, he's scaring people. Every day he's like, he, he's like, it's, it, first of all, he goes, it's a, it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. No, it's not. It's a, it's a global pandemic. It's a global pandemic, right? We will never get to zero. We can't get to zero because we're, we're one of hundreds of countries on the planet, right? Well, so, well, specifically with his statement about the U.S. getting to 98%, that won't happen either because a large portion of the population lives in the middle of nowhere. You know, uh, Joe Bob, who lives in the mountains, is not going to be like, well, I'm going to go drive down two hours to get to the city to get that vaccine. He's going to be like, I live two hours from the city. I'm right. going to stay where I don't I'm see at. anybody. But, but, yeah. also, but also you have, you have to realize when he's saying that, look, we, we need to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. Okay, but you're vaccinated, right? So basically he's saying if you're vaccinated – there's a risk that you're going to get the COVID and you're, you, you know, and, and it's going to be that, the big bad man who's unvaccinated and he's, he's the one that's going to give it to you. So, you know, we need to get everybody vaccinated. And you're like, well, wait, so if I'm vaccinated, I could still get it. So maybe I won't go to that restaurant. Maybe I won't go right. shopping. Maybe I won't spend that money on that maybe on that TV that I want because I might need it for medical bills later because maybe. the president said that I'm probably, possibly going to die. So you wonder why it is that <laughs> yeah. with all these job openings, people won't take jobs? How many people in cities are like, I don't know, man, I don't, I don't feel good. Like Joe Biden's telling me that even if I'm vaccinated, but it's not just Joe Biden, even the New York Times. The New York Times got slammed because they put out the story where it was like the vaccinated are equally as likely to transmit COVID. And what they meant was if you are vaccinated and you get COVID, the transmission rates are comparable. But what people got mad about was they're like, yes, but the New York Times didn't include the, the, the statistics that you are substantially less likely to get sick if you are vaccinated. Right. That's the whole, that's the whole point. It's it's not about it's it's not about stopping the spread anymore. And it, and it never really was. And the New York Times just. Uh, I guess, I guess like a month and a half ago, they put out a story saying it's, it, the odds are one in 5,000 that you're going to be hospitalized if you're vaccinated and you catch COVID, right? Or, you know, th- th- basically you're, or they're like, oh, well, maybe it's one in 10,000 depending on the area. It's like, no, it's like, uh, Jesse Jackson and his wife got COVID after being vaccinated. Chris Rock. Brett Kavanaugh, right? Yeah. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. uh, Dave Chappelle, oh, the Dave Chappelle, the 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 Texas Democrats that fled the state, right? They're like, oh, it's one in it's one in five thousand breakthrough cases. Like, then how how did six or more on a plane on the same plane get it? No. You know, like statistically, you can't well, say that it's one in five thousand. I don't or I, one in ten thousand when it's all these people that are yeah. getting it in the well, same but, room. But, but but I don't have an argument for like. Arguing over statistics, statistics. I can say though, when it comes to math, when it comes to what Joe Biden was saying about jobs, you mentioned this just before the show. Joe Biden's like, look, look at United Airlines. You know, fifty nine percent were 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 vaccinated. Now it's ninety nine, and it's like when you fire the people who aren't vaccinated, <laughs> the proportion of those who are vaccinated goes yeah. up. Now a lot of people did just go out and get the vaccine, but you know what? You know what worries me about this at a time of hyperpolarization, the people who are being forced. By their bit, by their jobs, and by Joe Biden to go get vaccinated are not happy people. They're com- they're completely stressed out. Like the the posts I see online where people are like freaking out on Facebook, like convulsing, like ah, because it's like you lose your job, you can't feed your family, or you do as you're told and get a medical treatment you don't want. And there was there was one woman who was applying for a religious, religious exemption who got denied, who said she felt like she was being raped, like something what? was being forced in her body and she couldn't do anything about it. And it's like, well, it's certainly not the same thing. But I can certainly understand being put in that position. Picture this. 
You're driving on the open road, taking in the beautiful views this country offers. Then out of nowhere, you hear a noise and your car breaks down. While still frustrating, you feel protected because you have a plan through CarShield. CarShield has helped millions of drivers from having to pay back-breaking car repair costs. All you have to do is call before a breakdown. Plans can pay for expensive repairs on your out-of-warranty car, truck, or SUV. All for CarShield's low monthly rate that never goes up as long as you cover your car. With a plan through CarShield, you get protection on over 5,000 major parts and systems with just a visit to carshield.com slash carlson. I'm talking big money items like your transmission, engine, electronics, and so much more. CarShield is here to keep you moving forward and make car breakdowns and the repairs that follow just a tiny bump in the road. Go to carshield.com slash carlson. Protect yourself from the unprecedented rise in costs for parts and repairs. Visit now to save 20%. carshield.com slash carlson. That's carshield.com slash carlson. People are, they feel like they have no choice. And when you back some people, people into a corner like this, you'll get a dangerous reaction. And if you look at all the healthcare workers who were celebrated all last year, you know, I, I remember hearing people clanging pots and pans mm-hmm. at 7 p.m. every day <laughs> to yeah. celebrate. Where are, you, where are you based out of? Uh, well, at the time I was in New York. I was oh. in, I was in Bushwick. But not anymore. I, I was in the, no, that was. See, see, okay. everybody listen, listen. <laughs> okay. Now, I've been saying get out of cities. This yes. guy did it. Yeah. He did. Uh, okay. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I, I true. did, I did leave and I, I'm, I'm Florida man now. Woo. Yes. Florida. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, look, look, it's, it's, you know, taxes are so ridiculous in New York anyway. You're getting fleeced. You're getting robbed. Totally. Literally, uh, figuratively, <laughs> just by living there in but New York I mean, City. Even, you know, it, for, okay. First of all, let I'll talk about this. I didn't want. I don't want to disrupt your previous thought, though. Well, I just wanted to point no, out. No, well, I mean, it's, people. Let's let's do the pots and pans. Okay, the nurses. Well, pots and well, which was annoying anyway, <laughs> right? right? And then they stopped as soon as George Floyd happened. Like then, then people were like, then they were shooting off fireworks every night. You know, yeah, as, 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 uh, as rebellion. Yeah. yeah. yeah so they were doing that. And then, and the whole time I'm, I'm there and I'm just like, this is like, this is ridiculous. The cops aren't doing anything. You know, there were houses that were being burned down because of fireworks, mm-hmm. right? Which, which people don't think about, right? So all of my tax dollars, I'm just like, what am I paying for? What am I, I'm, I'm paying for the, the mayor's wife to say, Hey, let's take down statues. Mm. I'm, I'm paying for, uh, a, a mental health initiative that cost a billion dollars and has nothing to show, yeah. show for it, right? I'm I'm paying for ranked choice voting, where where Andrew Yang, oh, and, and that's something we could talk about too. That's ridiculous. Uh, but I, I was like, I can't I can't live here anymore. I want I always I wanted to live in New York my entire life, and then and then I did, and I had a, I had a girlfriend who wanted me to move to Columbus, and I'm just like. And you're originally I'm not leaving New York City. That's crazy. But, but you're originally from Stone Mountain, Georgia, correct? <laughs> yeah. Does anybody get that reference? Yeah. yeah. Do you get the reference? Yes, I do. All right. <laughs> so I, so I moved, I moved, that's where I'm from. So I, so I moved, so I moved to Florida, uh, a, a few months ago, uh, I do not miss these lockdowns. I don't miss the vaccine passports. I don't miss anything. New York, I'm, I'm sorry. Like you're, you're going down in flames and, and, uh, there's, there's just nothing left. It's like, it's like when Luke Skywalker, when Aunt Peru and Uncle Owen were murdered 
and he's and he's like, well, you are, you know, Obi Wan's like, you gonna come with me to Alderaan? He's like, I got nothing here. That's it. Like, I got nothing in New York. You I, know? I find it kind of weird that he didn't like break down crying that his family was just you know just murdered and their corpses were sitting there. Well, and- well, Luke, you know. Uncle Owen wouldn't let him go to the Tashi station to pick up some power converters, so he's like really salty about that. So he was know? like, "Good." Oh, I hate Luke. I hate. Hey. I wow. hate Luke Skywalker. He's a great character. Luke Skywalker is he's he's the whiniest little piece of whatever. I, I, ugh, I are hate we talking him. about Star Wars? I, hate him. <laughs> I, I, I know it's a hot take. How right? many other tangents can we go on? We're going to go all over the place. Anyway, Good. so I moved. I moved to Florida, and and it's great. And it rains every other day. And uh, and there's I have central air humid. conditioning, and no construction happening, and it's just really n- no no state income taxes. So no fireworks at two o'clock in yeah, the morning. I, uh-huh. No, no, thank no you. rats carrying pizza slices uh, down pizza the rats. stairs. No, but, oh, 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 but oh, oh, lizards, oh, tons of lizards, yeah. tiny little hey, lizards. Hey, some lizards are cool though. I love it. Yeah. I think they're so cool. Now the rats in New York, because of the lockdown, have been hunting. They've been mm-hmm. going out in packs and hunting. You, have you seen this? I'd believe it. it I didn't used, see there, it there used firsthand. to be so many, there used to be so many tourists that there was food everywhere, and the rats would just hide and then eat refuse and then run. But now they're getting desperate and hungry, and so the rats have started coming out in, in packs, hunting and chasing yeah. people mm-hmm. and stuff. I'll tell you what I just realized though: we had a bear attack. Uh, a bear came onto our property in the middle of the night. And it tried ripping into our chicken coop. And we didn't know what it was at first, but we have three layers. We have thin chicken wire, and then we have this kind of like aluminum wire. It's not really chicken wire because it's bigger, but it's like, a, it's stronger. It's thicker. And something ripped it out of the ground. It was buried, ripped it up, and broke it apart. And I was like, this can't be a fox. Cause normally we have the fox, but the, the chicken coop that we have is on an island surrounded by parking lots. So they normally mm. don't come out this far. And then our neighbor told us that there was a bear. Why would the bear come out? It's desperate. Mm-hmm. Normally the bears don't cross the river, but the bear was desperate and it was hungry. And then I realized with the lockdowns, it's not just about the rats. It's about all of the wildlife that would normally go and, and ransack a garbage bin or something. Now there's less food. Now people aren't going out as much and there's less litter, which means they're going to be hungry and they're going to be scavenging more. But it, it more depends where you go. staying home though? Yeah. I mean, in Florida, more yeah. people are out partying more than ever. People are flying in just to party in Florida. Uh, but there's also the cases of the monkeys in Thailand yeah. uh, because of the restrictions of tourism. A lot of the Thailand economy has just been absolutely devastated. And there's roving gangs of monkeys literally fighting each other in street warfare. And we're talking about like 50 monkeys fighting another group of 50 monkeys for territory for food because they're so desperate and they can't get any because there's no one feeding them there's there's no food around there's no trash around so um i mean i think that's a perfect analogy to maybe things to come especially in our social economic dichotomy that's uh it's like nature nature right you know in in new york it's rats in thailand it's monkeys rats and gangsters venezuela uh, it's capybaras (laughs) you know it's uh Hey, oh, oh, oh. capybaras are legit. They're Gang. awesome. I no, I I want to own a capybara mm-hmm. in my lifetime. I, yeah. I think they're awesome. Another thing that's important to note here <laughs> is that when we have kind of economic calamity and the lack of economic opportunity, we also see crime rise up. So recently I saw a whole bunch of mainstream media articles saying crime's up 30%, 25%, uh, 35% in, in all the different cities. And, and it, and it's pretty clear, uh, you know, just in the United States alone, crime has dramatically gone up. And I think that's in part because of so much economic opportunity just being swindled away in ruined by the federal government, not just with their lockdowns, but with their continued interventionist policies that are absolutely destructive towards a free market that have obliterated it, 
created more poverty and because of the poverty we have way more crime than we used to before and also this lax idea of uh giving someone a slap on the wrist for you know shooting up a school uh which has happened i can't, I can't I well, can't well hold on yeah. hold on we got we got I, I, we got some good news and some bad news all right let's we'll, we'll carry forward yeah good news and bad the news. good news is that people didn't die well, the good news here hold on There's is that with everything that's going on Republican support is doubling in rural factory towns where you'd expect Democrats to have leads like union towns. The bad news is Republicans don't do anything anyway. So, uh. well, here's a story from the Daily Mail. <laughs> Republican support in factory towns and rural areas has doubled in comparison to Democrat gains in cities and college communities in another worrying sign for Biden's party before 2022. There's also good news and bad news. So I'll say it again. Good news is that people are finally saying, yo, the Democrats are ripping us off. And it's bad. I'll vote Republican. The bad news there is what are the Republicans going to do? Mitch McConnell, oh. Then the good news and bad news mixed together, depending on what your perspective is. This is also talking about Democrat making gains in cities. Well, people who are, here's what I think is happening. You know, people uh, who, who, you know, grew up in Stone Mountain, Georgia and moved to New York City realized that it was better way back home and left the city, taking that red vote out of the city, making it bluer and making the other suburban areas and more rural areas more red, right? Mm-hmm. Like you. Well, I don't know how much of a an impact my single vote is going to have I just, on my area, which but, is but you're just kind of heavily. But there's a lot of people like you though, and Florida is still a swing state every national election. Oh, so, for for a natural for yeah. for a nat- uh, national election, sure. But uh, you know, and for for uh, you know a, a senator, that's fine. But my local congressperson or you know city council and all that, my vote's not likely going to matter too much unless you know the the area is inundated with with disaffected republican new yorkers you know? but, i've been to florida there's a lot of them <laughs> there's there's a lot of people there especially in fort I lauderdale leave, i never leave my apartment so i can't yeah. I couldn't tell you yeah <laughs> i'm so i'm so boring i'm so and there's not there, it's just like you know malls and stuff and yeah. outlets I've, I've been to orlando the the city center yeah has really been uh i don't know it was just weird being in there it was like there's like sort of elements of like new york city in there the bad parts of new york city <laughs> but outside of it, it it's beautiful and amazing and i remember staying on this farm in orlando mm-hmm. just on the outskirts of orlando and uh, meeting some like natural organic farmers and homesteaders and finding a really great community out there of of you know liberty minded individuals that were very self reliant, which was really cool and awesome. But inside of the city, I was like, ah, oh, this is a crap hole. To were be they, honest with you, were they all in Disney World? No, where you- outside of Disney World, <laughs> uh, we did visit one of the theme parks, which is Gatorland. Uh, you went to Gatorland? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, this, is, this is what Fridays are like. I yeah, guess. We, we just kind of rampant. <laughs> I was gonna. I wanted to bring up, you know, like is a red wave gonna happen? Okay. All right. Well. All right. Let, let's. I'm. I'm sorry. I did not mean to derail you, Tim. <laughs> Uh, talking about Disney World, well, and Luke Skywalker, and uh, well, hey, you're the one that you're the one that brought up that I that I moved. So um, yeah. you know that's yeah, that's, that's political, all on you know it's all I mean? on you, man. Uh, look, you you did an amazing segue. You were like, I did move. So Luke Skywalker, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least I didn't start talking about Batman. That's true. <laughs> no. Thank you for not doing that. <laughs> Red look, wave. Okay, yes. uh, Republicans. I, now every, everybody's upset uh, at. At these ten senators raising the debt limit, what like four hundred billion or whatever. I don't, I don't know if the House voted yet. Uh, I was stuck on a plane without internet, so I'm sorry I'm a little out of sorry the loop. About that. Uh, yeah, thanks, Lydia. But <laughs> <You're welcome>. uh, <laughs> but we do. Do you think that 
I'll, I'll ask Luke first. Uh, Luke, do you think that Mitch McConnell uh, next year, if if the Senate regains, uh, you know, the Republicans regained, re- oh, I'm so, I'm, I'm <laughs> anyway, do you, do you think Mitch McConnell will be the majority leader? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, I, I don't think it even matters. And if he is, it's just going to be another lame duck session. I think probably well, he because, was just elected. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, so, but probably it's going to continue on like it always has, and the Republicans are just going to turn over and not really do much when that happens. Who would you Who would you guys like to see as the Senate Majority Leader? Rand Paul. Yes, Rand Paul. Absolutely. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, um, I mean that's that's a pipe dream. That's never happened. I know. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's never happened. I know. That's never happened. Not even a hard question. What's your well. second? Who's your second choice? Uh, oh, um, Josh Hawley. Oh, I don't know. No, he's Ted Cruz. Yeah. There you go. I don't care. I yeah. <laughs> honestly, I, honestly, if it's like uh, Rand Paul's a libertarian. Remember yeah. how? Remember how we didn't like Ted Cruz back in 2016. Yeah, I remember that. And now he's awesome. Like I don't think he's presidential. I've I've actually said in in one of my videos that I think that he would be like the perfect Supreme Court justice. Oh, interesting. Right? But yeah. I don't think I don't see him as ever becoming president of the United States. He's too he's too polarizing, but he's a really he's a really smart guy and he's definitely won me over uh as far as being a senator. Uh actually, did you guys see this the Shane Gillis the the you know Shane Gillis? He's the he's the uh Saturday Night Live uh, guy, he was he was brought on and then oh, he was yeah. he and the then he Asian... was immediately fired because of things that he said right. in a podcast. I seen him. He well he he has a stand up special that's uh, that he put on YouTube and it's amazing and it's really funny and he's totally like ripping on Ted Cruz but in a funny way and Trump and Biden and it's, it's definitely worth the watch. But uh, but yeah, people just didn't like Ted Cruz and then he what however he did I don't know how he did it. But I like I love him. Not to vote for him for president. He's all right. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the Republican Party is just mostly garbage. There's like a handful of people that are good, but they always think, just... like Holly. I I agree. Yes, he's great. Cotton mm-hmm. is great. Yeah, Massey. Uh, you know, everybody loves uh, everybody loves Rand Paul. So you know, uh, I don't like that Zodiac guy. Um, to be honest, <laughs> did you see? <laughs> he tweeted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he hired someone for his Twitter for account, sure. and they're doing a great job. Somebody, I'll some, be honest. They, they discovered the identity <laughs> of the Zodiac killer, and then Ted Cruz tweeted, "Thank God." I, I don't. <laughs> no, no, no. He wrote. He wrote. No, no. The there's the there's a new investigation into, into who the Zodiac killer is, and he wrote, "No." See, I don't like that though. I mean, yeah, not it's, the Ted, it's, it's no, AOC style politicking. No, I like the I like that Ted Cruz is self aware and 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 totally right. kind of rolls with it. You know, like he just doesn't care. I mean, he's he's gotten more insults from once you're insulted. He grew a beard when you're insulted right? by Donald Trump. Like everything else, kind of like pales in comparison. Have right? you ever Have you ever seen Bullworth? Yes. So that's what happened. You know, Ted Cruz is up on stage and Trump's just rant, just railing him and railing him. And then he's like sitting in his apartment and he's like just drinking the scotch on the bottle, laughing like, <laughs> he ties all this. And then he decides to just wing it. And then it, people end up liking him. But I don't, uh, getting back to the Zodiac thing, I don't like that. I don't like that these, <laughs> right. I don't like that these people actually came out and said, hey, we think it's this guy. This guy's dead. He can't defend himself. What are you talking about? Well, because you talked about Zodiac Killer. No, I was talking about a red wave. <laughs> no, we but we Ted Cruz, and you're talking about. Uh, come on, we're trying. Put in the chat, guys. Come on, don't you know? Back me. I'm up. I'm reading it. They're back like, they're like, we we, we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> there's a delay. Okay, yeah. there's. 
<laughs> so you're saying the Zodiac killers could be the Senate Majority Leader? Yes. Sure. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 or Mark Hamill. Oh, really? Luke, Luke Skywalker. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, but Luke died, so. <laughs> He's a force ghost. Uh, so stupid. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. No, I, I, there's 14 Democrat seats up, 20 Republican seats up, so I'm not sure the Republicans can even take it back, even if, but I, I guess. It, no, which, no, they will. They will. I'll, and I'll, t- and I'll tell you who exactly. Uh, is for, first of all, it's fifty-fifty right now, right? Right. And and first of all, this doesn't even make any sense to me. Schumer is the majority leader. There's only there's you know right. how there's forty-eight Democrats, two independent. Yep. And fifty Republicans. So technically, the, the Republicans are in the majority, at least in party. But That's uh, so weird. It well, what you know? Fine. Yes. The the independents they. They caucus with the Democrats, right. and I, I guess by default, right? But I, uh, Raphael Warnock, he's gone. Mm. He he won special election. His term is up in 2022. This guy is a, a, a radical. The only reason uh, he sh- he shouldn't have actually. Um, uh, what's his name? The other guy, uh, the guy that everybody thinks is cute. Uh, Donald Trump. Remember. No, no, no. Uh, the, the other senator, he basically, um. John Ossoff? Yeah, yeah, see. See, in in the election, because they have this, because they have the, uh, the, the, you have to have like 50%, right? Uh, so nobody got 50%, and that's why they had to have the runoff. If Doug Collins, thanks Doug Collins, you jerk. If Doug Collins didn't run against, uh, Kelly Loeffler, she would have won. But instead, you know, Trump loses the election and you have all these dis- disaffected Republicans going, well, right. mail and voting, that doesn't work. And, and then you have like morons like, um, uh, the woman, you know, Michael Flynn's lawyer and they're like, yeah, yeah, don't, don't go vote, don't go yeah. vote. And then, and then that's, <laughs> you know, but, that, but that's why Warnock, but Warnock, he's, he's unpopular. He's, He's going to lose. He's going to lose, and it's very possible that Mark Kelly's going to lose too. Uh, oh, I, so 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 here we go. Here we go. Um, when the Republicans take back the House and the Senate, mm-hmm. we will all be able to rise up. You know, light a cigarette, sit back down, and then be like, oh, <laughs> not do nothing. <laughs> do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I I don't know if we're going to get anything done, but I, I guarantee that we'll. It, all I all I want is the firewall. I don't want the Green New Deal. I don't want this Build Back Better BS. Uh, it's it's all the Great Reset. See, see, if Warnock and Ossoff were not elected, 
we wouldn't be having this right now. Mm-hmm. Biden would just be an, an incredibly like he wouldn't even get anything done through reconciliation. Right. And it would be amazing. Right. And he's like, oh, I wrote Build Back Better. I wrote these things like, yeah. And we're not looking at it. We don't care. Like g- try in 2022, try in 2024. And he's not running in 2024. He can't even talk. The guy can't even talk. Biden. Biden. I wonder if Biden's a patsy. No, he's look. He uh, think about he it. He wanted. About he he's been wanting. He wanted to be president right, forever. Right, right. But but think about how he's not there. You know what I mean. And so the Democrats. Here's what happens. Donald Trump enacts a bunch of things that work. Right. The remain the, the migrant protection protocols. You know. Uh, um. The the policies towards uh, immigration in general. Right. Um, deportations, which brought jobs back, back to like these chicken plants, the tariffs. Yeah, there's a trade war. There were a lot of problems, but we saw uh, auto manufacturing coming back to Michigan, things like that. The economy was doing really well. And the Democrats are like, okay, we need to reverse these things. But if we do, people are going to get pissed. And then Joe Biden's sitting in the corner with his tongue hanging out. And they're like, let's make him president for a term. Make him do all this stuff. And you know what they do? They instead of uh, would it be crazy if instead of like him actually being in the White House, they built like a sound stage across the street and just like stuck him in it? That'd be huh. so. And weird. then have everyone be like, "Look, he's the president!" Like now, a fake it. White House, right? Yeah, so weird. With, and then <laughs> and then they start enacting all these policies that destroy the good things Trump did, and then you know start wars, botch Afghanistan, punish people who are anti-war, send troops into Syria, just really just go at it. COVID's getting you know uh, the, the the pandemic is not getting any better, the lockdowns are getting worse, and then it all is absorbed by Joe Biden. Who very heroically looks the Democrats in the eyes and says, "I can be that hero, he, uh, the one you deserve, <laughs> the one you need." He's definitely taking one for the globalist, uh, I would say. I mean, <laughs> every single policy, and and I don't think they're mistakes. I don't think they're blunders. I don't think they're there's so much money invested in them. I mean, everything the president does is carefully uh, reviewed by a team of people. He has a whole bunch of PR experts down to the tie. Down to the to the background, every little thing is carefully curated to give off a specific image, to give off a specific idea, to to manipulate the general public. I don't think a lot of this is by accident. I think they're going to blame a lot of the bullcrap that they never had the balls to push through on this senile old man who's not really there. And I don't think Biden's really there. I don't think most presidents really are there, except for, for some few instances. But for the vast majority of presidents, you could see the same foreign policy. You see the same financial policy, you see the same policies that over and over again predominantly screw over the middle and poor class and only enrich the billionaire corporate class. So so it's just been the same thing over again. Just just keep replacing him. Just keep just keep blaming all on him. And to me, he's the perfect puppet. It's the perfect situation to rush through, jam through all the bull crap that no one even dared to put a face behind just and, a few then, years ago. And then they'll they'll uh, they'll run Kamala. Mm. No, she's very unpopular. I mean, she's just, I mean, Biden's numbers are down. Kamala's were never up. Uh, like she was never polling high. She never had a favorable rating. The, 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 the whatever you call comma. it. Comma, comma. I don't give a damn. Yeah. She's yeah, <laughs> comma, whatever. Can't, what, yeah, Camel. you're that, that guy. guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. All right, so, yeah. So, 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 yeah, we get, we get, so, so, so who then? What do you mean who? <laughs> if it's not going to be Biden or, or, or uh, Kamala. I don't think it's going to matter at that point. I think we're at such oh, a stage no, where. No, no. I think we're. I got an idea. Trump Jr. <gasps> run as a Democrat. Yes. 
Perfect. Perfect plan. It solves all the problems. Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because that worked so well. No, Andrew Yang. In, in the the oh, forward man, party, no. oh, is that what he's calling it? The forward yeah. party. Yeah, he's selling a book. Like, yeah. you don't don't even you know. Like, th- this guy's fifteen minutes are up. Screw him. Is, is it the four war the party? Forward. The f- oh, okay. Forward, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, did he even like announce how different he is? Like his major policy changes. Did he even go into any of that? He's so no. He, he he's just like you know not left, not right. But what is he? What Forward. Forward. Like, yeah, oh, great, okay. great job. It's like a, it's like an eight-year-old wrote it. You know, yeah. like he's okay. Going, going back to so Andrew Yang's not running. But he's so uncharismatic. Like he's he's never gonna win. Well, he tried to be mayor of New York City. Yeah, he failed good with luck that. with. Yeah, he he did so great. He's awful. He's an awful debater. He's he's. Hey, wait, hey, hey, how about this? Oh, big pandemic, right? Oh, all the, all the robots are gonna, everything's gonna be automated. You know, really, everybody's working from home. And then you have all the frontline workers and everybody in retail, they're not being replaced Nobody's by- Nobody's working. Well, but, but they're not being replaced by, by automation. And, and behind a lot of that automation are people behind the scenes right. making food and then shoving it in a hole where you, click a keypad and open a door and go, Oh, it's magic. You know, it's, that's not how it works. I, like he's I, not going to, he like getting, getting back to, uh, who's going to run, who can run for president in 2024, because it's as a not, Democrat. It will not be Joe Biden. He, it cannot be. Joe Maybe Biden. who knows? They'll they, just they keep be, pulling him out. He's yeah. decrepit if it is, if it is, now. Yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll get like a wheelchair or something. And they're like, here you go. Here's a, yeah, oh, good. Go him out. I mean. Are they going to walk? Or are they going to like push him around like Stephen Hawking and just like say, oh, well, well. Can't, Biden can't talk, won't, so we're going to have this computer talk. It won't him. be a big difference from what's happening now. Look, have you, it, have, not much have you guys seen the Onion article? No. Stress of presidency already ages Biden 10 years. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It's a rotted corpse. Well, okay, it's not, you're, you're right about, about Kamala's, uh, <laughs> numbers. Uh, numbers. Yeah. I think they're, they're hovering around like 49%. If she was actually out more, people would just She's like, not. She's, she's hiding. She's the most amazing border czar ever. You uh, know, like she, she's not gonna, she, she's so, she's unpopular, but she's also not a genuine person and she's not, she's not charismatic at all. Like there's, there's nothing to her. She cackles at pain and suffering. Yeah, like, like that's that's a bad personality <laughs> I trait. I mean, I mean, who doesn't? People are suffering. Like, you murdered no. children in the Middle East. No, <laughs> a journalist is like a journalist was literally like, "Ma'am, human traffickers are abandoning children in rivers. They're dying, and children are being raped." And she goes, <laughs> <laughs> "It's like it's crazy." Man. Okay, for, first of all, ch- chat while while uh, I'm pontificating here. Who do you think could run in 2024, not Harris, not Biden, as, as a Democrat? I'm looking at the chat right now, so I'll be able to answer Thank that you. question. Yes. Thank yes. you very much. It's very. It's They're very saying Brandon. Very Everyone's nice. saying Brandon right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the greatest thing ever. I, I, Let's I'm, go, Brandon. I'm using yeah. that hashtag now. I love it. It's amazing. It's I, like, uh, do you see what Scott Adams said? He said uh, a, a slogan idea for Trump 2024 is presidency is Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> It's basically like Trump's slogan being at oh, Joe Biden. It's perfect. And it's more it's more fun to say. People are saying your mom, Booker. That's good. Uh, yeah, Booker. Uh, uh, Pelosi. Mm. Oh, Pelosi. Pelosi. I mean. Dianne Feinstein, maybe. Tulsi. She'll be 94, Tulsi. right? Newsom. Newsom. These yeah. nuts. Hillary. <laughs> uh, lots of Brandons. Oh, lots think, of Brandons. I think maybe. Com- uh, Andrew Como. AOC. 
Uh, I'm just reading off some of the results yeah. here. Xi Jinping, Garland, Nadler, Tulsi, Tulsi, a lot of Brandons, Joe Rogan. Newsome. A lot of people are saying Newsome. Um, yeah. Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Newsome. No, Newsome. Hunter, Newsome. Hunter Biden. Yes. Some people are saying I don't, may, Al Gore. I don't think Newsome, but I think maybe Garcetti. Maybe. New, Newsome reminds me of like a generic movie villain. You know? Like, Kendall. He, he, yeah. No, like a generic movie villain. Like probably like a sub boss. Not the final boss, but like the arrogant guy who ends up. You know, he reminds me of, you know, in Iron Man 3, there's the guy who's always chewing gum. That guy. Like not not in their attitudes and the way they behave and the smugness and it's like he's not the big bad boss he's just a, like an underling but like a big underling you know see that this is you're right that he's smug he's definitely a very smug person and I think that's why a lot of these popular these popular politicians from certain states just can't break out outside of the borders of that state like say Chris Christie Chris Christie was was kind of popular. In New Jersey, he goes out on the national stage and he's a dud. Uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani, America's mayor, right? Like this is this was guy. This guy was like leadership, Mister Nine Eleven. And then couldn't stop talking about it. And then he comes, yeah, exactly. But then he comes out and it's like he and he's basically just like a know-it-all New Yorker. People are also saying Michelle Obama um, (sighs) and Oprah. Yeah, Yeah, but we've already had a black. Male president already, so <laughs> I, I I think Michelle Obama would win. I think <laughs> she'd, she'd be good. I think she'd get a massive landslide. Uh, genuinely, now, so. I'm I'm going to repeat Bill Burr, but like why? Because she danced on Ellen. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you think I'm, yeah, I think I'm kidding. She she, she she's she's Obama 2.0, and she's a woman, and she's going to get all the women are going to vote for. Her. She's going to get all of the social justice vote. Plus, there's going to be a lot of people who are like Obama. I think Oprah, too, also has a big chance because she kind of tested the waters. There were some news articles suggesting that she might run for some kind but, of office, and they were kind of testing it because pollsters usually do that. They usually they usually kind of put out their candidate saying they might run, and they, they kind of field to test this. Oprah also had a lot of meetings with uh, Bloomberg, with the Rockefellers, with Mr. Bill Gates when they had their secret meeting in New York City talking about population reduction a few years ago. <laughs> so she's in the inner circle of a lot of ruling elites. She's in the inner circle of, like, the... Kissingers, the the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, the Gateses, they all met privately. They all had their secret meetings. Look up the meeting that happened. The media called this the, the meeting of the superheroes. Uh, and this was a meeting that happened in New York City. And they talked about literally population reduction. And this was about five to seven years ago. And uh, a lot of people, you know, forget how involved Oprah actually is in our political spectrum, especially with the money that she donates, especially with the culture remember, remember that she pushes. Remember when she was pro-Iraq war? Yeah. And there was like some guest was like, I just don't think that we should invade Iraq. And then she was like, what? You believe we should be weak? Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Holy freaking cow. I mean, and, and she's perfect. She she knows how to cater to an audience. She knows how to read scripts. She knows how to push the globalist propaganda more than anyone else. She knows how to hold a conversation, how to debate people, how to argue with people. She would be, uh, I, I mean, I'm calling it. Oprah 2024, uh, I, I, I would be surprised not to see it at some point or some kind of level of, because I mean, we had Donald Trump. He was a, a reality TV star. I don't think we're going to go away from this kind of factor of entertainment and societal impact being involved in politics. I think it's only going to increase as it did in idiocracy. But how so. smart do you think she is on on policy intelligence really i mean she, she's she's co- a smart woman obviously yeah yeah i mean she's what, what, what is she she's a billionaire she's a part of the billionaire club right 
doesn't make you smart, but <laughs> it makes you, you of know. Of course, she had the right people around her, but th- I, I would say that's smart. You know, so I say I think she is smart enough, and uh, and and I think she definitely has the connections. So I, I think there's you know and something her, to to think about there. She got and, the money to sell fun too, and her running oh, yeah. mate would be the Rock or somebody like <laughs> you saw the Rock support um, Newsom in the uh, recall election. Of course he did. Yeah. Well, he supported Biden too. Yeah. Yeah, he came so, out. Anything for money, deal. man. That's all. That's all. That's what it's all about. Lydia, would, who would if you had to vote between one, one of these two choices, you you had to vote. There, there's no out. Oh, The Rock, hands down. The Rock or Oprah. I would definitely vote for The Rock, just because I would never vote for a woman. I wouldn't vote for. I wouldn't vote for. It's true. Lordy, it's true. I wouldn't vote for anyone. Wow, sexist. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Sorry to disappoint everyone. There would I know I'm, Luke. I'm Luke gonna, would I'm gonna vote, vote for the no, 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 no. I wouldn't. There wouldn't be much difference in any of them. You, and I just, I would just for, jump off a, a no, building. no, you have, jumping off a building. No, they're, they're, it's like Highlander. They can, they, I flip a coin because they really won't matter because they'll push the same policies. I'll flip a coin. But who would be more fun to see at certain events and stuff? Think about it this way. When Oprah is in office, she's going to go, you get a cruise missile, then you get a Hellfire <laughs> missile. That's and The fair. Rock is going to be like, who wants a Hellfire missile? So which one is more fun, you know? I kind of think the Oprah would be more fun because she'd be like, everybody gets Hellfire missile. Everybody gets Medicare. Oh, imagine this. You know, we should we should make this. You know the scene in Iron Man when he does the Jericho and yeah. the mountain explodes what behind him? What is this? You and Iron Man today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, yeah. So, I'm so kidding, when I'm he does sorry. the Jericho missile and he wipes out the whole mountain behind him uh-huh. in the first movie, we just need Oprah being like, "Yeah, and that, that that can be her campaign for her presidency." <laughs> like, that's the only ad she'll need, and she'll win. My favorite because of the pro war part. One yeah. of my favorite memes is that where she's doing, you know, like everybody gets bees. the thing and it's bees. bees. Yeah, it's like my it's like my everyone screaming and running yeah. top top one hundred favorite things in the internet. That's oh I gosh. that's classic classic oh stuff. Oh my goodness! Pull this one up. Bees. <laughs> He's like, bees. Oprah bees. <laughs> oh my goodness. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Oh but, my goodness. But most importantly, I still think we're very long ways away from 2024. I think there's going to be a lot of surprises, a lot of upheaval, a lot of crazy things to come up before then that will change everything and will change our viewpoint of exactly how we see politics. Well, even. first of all, we're going to have, you know, the big game changer is going to be like COVID 23. That'll be, I think that'll the economic, be the big thing. The economic right? aspect will be more prevalent, to be we're, honest. We're going to have a COVID forever. We're going to have like a, a new COVID every every election cycle. It's going to be perfect. Well, there's no reason we're for it. We're thing playing the bees You're playing the bees thing. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, maybe. She's like, bees. bees! And the people are crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and the reaction from the crowd. That's that's what makes that, that yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Everybody's freaking out. There's a woman crying. <laughs> <laughs> I I would do that than go for, through another four years of Joe Biden. Honestly like I'd, I'd like even, you, you know, know being you have stung by thousands of bees. You have, you have a choice. You have to open a box full of bees in your bedroom or four more years of Joe Biden. Well, well, there's also speaking of bees. There's also and and memes. There's also the Nicolas Cage meme where he's. Where he's he's got the thing and you know from uh, the the Wicker Man I yeah. Think. yeah the Wicker Man uh, yeah. and and he's and he's screwed up bees like I would rather do that than go through another four years of Joe Same. Biden uh, probably but Who, the, you, know, you know the problems the Democrats <laughs> had in the last cycle too is they don't have anyone the, the, and I think this is the biggest indicator that Democrats and the left are completely not cool and see and and the the list that that uh, 
that Luke was reading, you know, he was saying, you know, Booker, like, no, Book, Booker, Booker was terrible in the debates and he's not charismatic either. You know, you know, the interesting thing is, I don't know if cool is the right word to describe Trump, but uh, there, there's something. He has an it oh, factor. Right, right, right. Absolutely. There's something about there's something about him. Like, first of all, he's funny. And mm-hmm. we all know yeah. that. True. Whether, whether you hate his policies, like, oh, it, it's like when, when he was talking about the definition of what woke is, you know, and, and, which I'm not going to repeat here. But that was hilarious. It was so funny. It was so funny when he was saying. I, I, I know the moment he won. It's when Megyn Kelly said, you know, you insulted Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> oh, no, no. You, you called women fat pigs. Yeah. He goes, only Rosie O'Donnell. And I was like. And the crowd erupted. Yeah. And the crowd was like. And they laughed. All of them laughed. You, you they weren't to, supposed to. You have to see. You have to watch this Shane Gillis thing. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's really funny. He points out uh, that those debates, the Republican debates, they were electric. Yeah. They were. They were absolute. They were must see TV. Yep. Because there's there's just something about like it, it, Gillis points out. He's like, you know, you have like a policy guy, like blah blah blah. You know, that, I I like schools and this and that. And Trump's just like insulting people left and right. And you're just like, <laughs> yeah, do it, man. It's like you know, shut up, nerd. But but, no, but, but it's not that that it's it's that that anger people felt where it's like the Republicans don't do anything. They waste everyone's time. They had power in 2016, 17, 18. They did literally nothing. Trump getting in there and insulting them just felt good. He gets in and he, and he gave a, it, it was like they hired a guy to go middle, give everybody the middle finger. And they were happy with that. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus I mean, obviously they were, they were happy. They wanted a lot more. They wanted a lot of what Trump was offering. And within, but I'm saying they were satisfied watching Trump give the middle finger to these people. And within a couple weeks, like even, I think even before the first debate, Trump was leading in the polls. I think so. Yeah. Right? Like it, there were, they're like, oh, well, he was really, low. no, 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 he wasn't. Like you, you need to look at the actual, like go to, go to RCP. You know, there was like one week where Ben Carson was like leading the polls and it was by like a fraction. And then, then he just kind of sputtered out too. In weirdest housing pick, housing department pick ever. But you know, he he there's, didn't totally there, flame out. But there's no there's no Democrat personalities that have any charisma. No, none. No, it's definitely not Harris. Definitely not Biden. But, but it's because they can't have charisma. When, look, a name 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 a Borg unit with charisma. You know what I mean? Like they're but, they're, they're none. They're just cookie cutter garbage. But there are some. There are some, like, look, well, Bernie's not a Democrat, but Bernie had, there's something about Bernie Sanders. There, there's, he has 
a certain Christmas, even though it gets yeah. old, because it's just the same thing over and over. The, the billionaires and the millionaires, and you know, and you're, you know, like you've said in the past, he stopped saying yeah. millionaires. He started saying it he became a, a millionaire. He's like, he looked, he started saying it again. I wonder if his bank account went down. He's like, it's safe to criticize <laughs> the millionaires again. I'm not a millionaire anymore. But there's, there's some, there's something to Bernie Sanders. And, and it's the weirdest thing because I remember working in news and covering, uh, 2016 and you're just like, like you, you thought it was a joke. Like nobody ever heard of this guy, right? M- most people, you know, and you're, you're, you're almost like, well, he's doing it as a public service. He's going in and he's raising some issues. He's saying, Hey, we can, we, you know, we can get free college for people. We can, you know, we can help the middle class. We can do all these things. And, and you're like, he's, he's going to bring up a couple things. They're going to have six debates and, and Hillary's going to win, but you have this guy and he doesn't, he knows he's not going to win. And then it got to his head. Then he's like, Oh man, I could win this. I could win. I could win it all. And, and then he lost because, you know, Everything's corrupt. And then he forfeits and bows down and kisses <laughs> look, the ring of kisses, power of Hillary Clinton. Oh, look, 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 one look, of my look. favorite moments is, is, or one of the saddest moments is during the, the 2016 Democrat convention. I was there and I think when, you were there too. When he's, oh, yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. basically we're like, there. he's like this, mm-hmm. you know. They had, they had special, um, uh, noise, uh, canceling, uh, subwoofers that they brought in to cancel out the Bernie people inside of that stadium. Oh, I'm, um, and another thing to to really consider well, I, here. I wanted to comment on that. Real yeah, quick. go ahead. So you're mentioning, you know, uh, you know, Bernie giving it, uh, selling out, and all the stuff. And when, when I look at AOC, and a lot, of, she's she shifted a whole lot as now this, you know, as as she's trying to stay in. They were gonna they were gonna take away her her, her district. They were going to re- redistrict and get rid of her. They were gonna primary her, and then all of a sudden, her, she started shifting a little bit more. We just saw Pelosi walk up to her and wave her arms in the air on C-SPAN, and then AOC changes her vote on the Iron Dome. From no, 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 no. I, let me. I made a video about this, and and if you really have to zoom in on that footage, she ignored AOC. Pelosi ignored AOC. Pel- uh, Pelosi, I, I can't remember the names, but Pelosi was speaking to two other uh, Congress people. Having a conversation and she, and she, Pelosi does that thing with their hands anyway, yeah. right? Then, uh, all these people came like Rashida to, uh, not Rashida Tlaib, uh, Pramila Jayapal and, uh, Debbie Dingle and AOC. They all came to that little area where they're, where Pelosi's having this conversation and AOC's like putting on a show and she's like putting her hands in her. It's like, she's so sad. And Pelosi's just completely focused. Like she's wearing blinders. She's completely focused. On these two, on but, these two but, Congress people, but but wait, this is the this is the best part. She looks over for like a second and keeps talking. Like she she does this power move. She wasn't reacting to AOC. Right, AOC the, did not change her vote. I don't know why. The she point changed is, her AOC vote. changed her vote. Right. That's what that's what I'm saying. But Pelosi's uh, irrelevant. The fact is, one of the first things that happened with AOC when she got elected was all of a sudden her really strong opinions on Palestine shifted a bit when she was on PBS and says, you know, honestly, I don't know all that much, and she got oh. roasted by the left who said. You're, we're going to see more of this. AOC certainly is a leftist and a socialist, but she's trying to toe that line so she, she doesn't lose her district. And Bernie Sanders did the exact same thing. Bernie Sanders, I'll tell you what my opinion of both of these people are. Bernie, well, he, he's, he's in a gym with this $20 banner he gets put up for his presidential run, and no one cares. No one's ever cared. But all of a sudden, he's getting a groundswell of support. Eventually, he's famous. You know, it was very, very quickly, all of a sudden, he's feeling it. He's feeling it. That feeling of, of fa- flying so high. And then Bernie realizes the Democrats aren't going to let him go anywhere with this. They're going to shut him down, and he needs to play ball or he'll lose it all. 
And so Bernie said, I will play ball. He stopped saying the millionaires. The moment, see, Bernie was standing outside the, the billionaire's mansion with all of the people behind him yelling with pitchforks. And he's like, I can see in the keyhole. The, the billionaires and the billionaires are inside. And then they open the window and say, hey, Bernie, you want, you want to come in? Absolutely. And then he comes inside and goes, all of you have to go home or we're calling the cops. That, that's Bernie Sanders. That's AOC. Yeah, he's a grifter. He had some personality. He had some charisma, but he totally sold out on many time, on, on many instances. And another thing about the personality and, and charisma, you don't need it. We just saw through the latest presidential election, you don't even need a candidate. You need someone in the basement. You don't need anyone out there in the campaign trail. You don't need anyone on the television. You don't need anyone doing interviews. You literally have an image of someone, which they have of Biden. So why wouldn't they just repeat the same thing? I mean, the media controls reality for a large swap of people. And that reality was was conveyed. The power of the media was really perfectly represented through the last election where a candidate didn't even run. Hold on, hold on. And we have the article from the Atlantic. Stay alive, Joe Biden. Democrats (laughs) need little from the front runner beyond his corporeal presence. Let 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 me let me let's talk about the media ran. That's what it was. The media ran for president. Exactly. And the media won. The media's getting their way. Bernie Bernie's biggest mistake in two thousand twenty was running as a Democrat. He's not a Democrat. He is an independent, right? The Democratic Party basically screwed him over in 2016. Then at one point he's leading in the polls. He was leading in the polls. He almost yeah. became the president. And then everyone freaked out. The DNC, all the other candidates up on that stage, the media, everybody. And they went after him. And within two weeks, he was done. As soon as South Carolina happened, he should have never run as a Democrat. Because if he, if he ran independent, Trump would have won. He keeps, he keeps saying... He keeps saying, I have, we have the largest grassroots organization. Blah, 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 blah. We have the largest grassroots organization. Better. Thank you. $20. Better. I am asking you again. <laughs> another I am game. once again asking you to give all your money to me. He could have, Bernie Sanders. He could have run as a Democrat. He would have gotten, he would have gotten a ton of, he, he basically, he could have, he could have actually debated Trump and Biden. Think about how amazing that would have been. He didn't need the Democrats, yeah. but instead he was just like he and he goes and I promise that I will uh, I I will get behind uh, the nominee. He didn't want to do that. He didn't want to get behind Biden, but he had to. Well, you know, because he wants to keep his money. The only the, the only reason that he he became a he ran as a Democrat for a second time, moron, is because he he wanted that uh, he wanted that national attention to be up on stage again. But he didn't have anything new to say. And instead, all these other candidates like uh, Castro, Elizabeth Warren, all these people, they just they just basically co-opted a whole bunch of his ideas and he just saturated everything. Now, Bernie isn't like he, he wasn't like a special person. Everybody on that stage was was talking about the things that, you know, free college and immigration and all these things. And he screwed it for him. He, he screwed he tried, himself over. He tried one up, one upping everyone else being like, remember back when I said <laughs> we have to have secure borders. I didn't mean it. I am not a bigot. We should have completely open borders. And uh, we can uh, bring in everybody. <laughs> I loved it when the World Socialist website called Bernie Sanders a nationalist capitalist. <laughs> no, no. They, yeah, the world's because he's he was speaking at a rally. And someone said, you know, should we allow all the refugees to come in and open the borders? And he went, no, no, heavens no. If we open the borders, everyone in the world would want to come here. 
He talked about it being a Koch brother plan, right. trying to get free labor inside of the United States to compete with the American labor force, which, again, no one even talks about anymore, which is crazy. He was making some good points, but I think he played his role. He did. Ex- I don't think he was an idiot. I-, I think he did exactly what they told him to do. He said, "Yes, master, tell me what to do," and he did it exactly like they wanted him to do it. He shouldn't have. He run injected. As a he injected a whole bunch of energy into the Democratic Party. He got a whole bunch of money. He got a whole bunch of people, young people, predominantly interested in the party that were never interested. Some of them tried to, to rebel, but he came on that national stage and he bowed down to Hillary. He said, "Okay, everyone, put all of your power, all of your energy, everything you have sacrificed for me, give it to Hillary." I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I remember exactly what happened. Bernie Sanders was standing before this large activist base, point who were who was, in who, Seattle, who were pointing their lightsaber at Hillary, who was on the ground going, "I'm oh. too weak." And then Bernie was like, "You don't don't do it. I need her to win. I I I need her." And then the people were like, "No, Hillary is wrong and evil." And then Bernie sabered off the the populist left's hand, saber, and then Hillary forced lightning out the window. And then Bernie went, what have I done? Power. And then he fell to his <laughs> knees, and, and Hillary Clinton walked over to him, and she was like, rise, my Bernie Sanders. And Bernie was like, I will do whatever you say. <laughs> and that's how we got Darth Sanders. Yeah. I thought you were – I'm sorry. I thought you were going re, to refer to the Seattle uh, rally. Remember when the Black Lives Matter – Oh, yeah. Uh, people came up basically just, just – And he just gave up. And, and started calling the uh, – Wow. And started calling the crowd racist, and and, yep. the, and the crowd is like, "What are you? What? 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 <laughs> How dare you? How dare you?" And then, Bernie and- Bernie needed the the Democratic Party to lift him up, and I I think genuinely that Bernie was like, "I will use the Democratic Party." That's why he ran as a Democrat. It was the only way he was going to get a pedestal, and he had to play ball. And that meant he had to change his positions, and he probably thought, "But but, but once I'm president, I'll do the right thing," and then it's never going to happen. And then once they made him rich, he was like, well, I, I deserve it. I've, I've fought my whole life. And so now he's got, what, how many houses does a guy own? Uh, three houses in the summer camp, Good he said, him. right? Hey, bravo. You know, being a socialist pays off, I guess. I mean, for the wealthy elite ones, for the poor people, they tend to starve or die. But, you know, in this capacity, everybody who voted for these Democrats, I tell you, man, I mentioned this before, my friends, people I know my whole life were like, you're so dumb. Trump's an idiot. Biden's the best. And now they're going like, my, my job's going to fire me if I don't get this vaccine. But my doctor's saying like, I, I shouldn't do it. What do I do? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're coming to me for advice now. Yeah. Wow. I'm impressed. Why don't you ask Joe Biden? Why don't you ask him? Ask him what he thinks. Joe Biden is gloating that I'm losing my job. <laughs> well, bend the knee, bro. You wanted it. But but Trump is the fascist. Oh, I remember when Trump deployed the military to deal with Antifa riders burning down buildings and killing people. Oh, wait, he didn't do that. Yeah. I will sh- I will say, though, it was, uh, I think, was it Bill Barr who went and killed that guy, that Antifa guy? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? The guy who shot Aaron Danielson? Barr d- dispatched yeah, feds, and they that. went and found the guy, and he was in his car, and they said a shootout happened, and they killed him. Hey, uh, Lydia. Yes. You uh, You sent me a link. I earlier, did, yeah. uh-huh. uh, uh, do you want to talk about that real quick? Which one is that? Uh, Find me. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin, oh, Kenosha, oh, Wisconsin. Right? Yeah. So we were talking a little bit about Wisconsin. So one of the things that comes up that has come up is that um, Kyle. I don't want to get us in trouble, but Kyle Rittenhouse's lawyers have talked about how he was shouldn't have been in trouble because he uh, he was following some of the hunting protocols. There in Wisconsin. Yeah, so he was allowed to carry a gun, and everyone's like, oh, you know, humans aren't animals. And it's like, 
Well, it but well, also, so, so let me, and then let me, Jacob let me, Blake. Yes, let me pull the story up real quick. Yeah. We have this from NBC Let's News. Hunting laws allowed Kyle Rittenhouse to carry weapon during fatal shootings in Wisconsin, lawyers say. I mean, that's that's the gist of it. Lawyers well, say. Well, you know, sure, sure. Right. But I'm pretty sure they're correct. Because we've, we've gone over this numerous times about the statutes mm-hmm. and whether you're allowed to carry open or not. And he didn't have a handgun. He had a long gun, which typically are regulated less. And so I'm pretty sure we, we had someone come out. I was like, no, no, no. Here's the statute. Here's the law. And they were like, he was allowed to carry the weapon. See, I I, I think that they – I think eventually they're going to have a – this this. I think they're going to end up trying to throw it out. I think that yeah. I think afterwards there's probably going to be like Merrick Garland will probably come out and say we need to have a an investigation like yep. they did with Michael Brown and then they'll do it and they and they won't be able to do anything about it. So initially I was saying I thought Rittenhouse would get life, but then the judge seems to have come out very much like yeah. f off to mm-hmm. the the BS media. When they were like, he did the okay hand gesture, a white power hand gesture, and the, and the judge was like, what, what are you talking about? That's not true. He's like, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Are you lying to me? And then they were like, oh, but, uh, but the ADL says, and he was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So then the people were like, whoa, this judge is like not having it. But you're right. I think what will happen is now I'm kind of leaning towards Kyle might actually win. And then Merrick Garland comes in with a oh, sledgehammer. Yeah. Well, well, uh, what the, the link that Lydia sent me earlier was that the Department of Justice isn't going to charge the police officer that shot uh, Jacob, Jacob Blake. Blake. Right. As they, sh- there no, should the, never the, be a charge. J- Jacob that. Blake is the, is the rapist, correct? Yes. No, no, he's the hero. Remember that? You know, same thing. <laughs> B- he's, Biden, he's the guy who saw yeah, yes, yes. women in their bed, and Bi- the cop, Biden the and Harris basically to, said he he's, was he's a the hero. guy. He's he's the guy who sexually assaulted that woman in her bed. Yeah. And then when the cop tried to stop him from escaping and kidnapping some children, he grabbed a knife, and then the cop shot him. That that's who we're talking about, right? Yes. Oh, okay. the hero. <laughs> the hero. Yes. <laughs> I remember a bunch of NFL players put the that they uh, they, they oh. put the stickers saying they supported rape on their on their helmets. <laughs> Yikes. Oh my god. It's <laughs> true. Technically. I mean correct. they did, technically. Yeah, they did, yeah. But but that. the Department of Justice, they they know. And he even and and I think the big thing was he was on it was either Robin Roberts or Gail King. Uh he basically said, Well yeah, I had a knife and you're just like um That's it. Case closed, yeah, sir. That's it then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who these players are. But here's like here's a guy and he is uh, throwing the ball and he has a sticker on his helmet that says he supports rape. That's great. Ooh, and then yes. here's, uh, I think, here's another guy. I don't know, these quarterbacks, a sticker on their helmets saying, expressing their support for rape. Oh, uh, all of these guys. Wow. What team is that? New Orleans. Uh, this one? No, New Orleans? Do New Orleans yeah, rapists? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> they, 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 it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about football, to be honest, but, yeah, um, you know, a, a bunch of players came out in support of rape. Good for them. Yeah. I guess. And, and, and look, you know, you can come to me and tell me, but Tim, surely you must understand they didn't know that. And I'll be like, so you mean to tell me? <laughs> These guys didn't know anything about what happened in, in, in Wisconsin with Jacob Blake and they're supporting him anyway. I'm sorry. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm not going to make that assumption because that makes too many, too much of an assumption. I'm going to go ahead and say they're supporting Jacob Blake because they know the story, which means they support rape. And, and I'm sure that the same thing happened with, uh, the WNBA too. Didn't, weren't so? they, didn't they have like little, you know, like probably Jacob Blake stickers on there? Under $5 uniforms. (laughs) I really feel like all of them just heard the story of this poor, prosecuted, persecuted man. Oh, yeah, they did. Oh, my gosh. The WNBA created a a shirt with bullets in it in support of rape. Good Good. for them. That's great. Good for them. I mean, in support of a rapist. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Well, you know, you're right. You're right. It was, it was, it was, it was sexual assault. He sexually assaulted potato, that woman. Potato, potato. Right, yeah. right, right. We got to be clear on this because these are the people that come out and claim that they fight for women, that they fight for women's rights, and all of these 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 individuals are calling Kyle Rittenhouse, a kid who worked the Y, a terrorist for trying to defend his community after a seven year old man was was bashed over the back of the head and left bloody and bleeding on the ground by a bunch of rioters, and he he put that the reason they attacked him was because he put a fire out in a dumpster they were pushing towards a gas station. We've had, what, four or five witnesses come out with the show with video evidence proving that was the case. Yeah. And then he fled when they attacked him. Jacob Blake went into a woman's home and assaulted her sexually and then tried kidnapping her children. And they wear his name and call Kyle Rittenhouse the terrorist. Malcolm X uh, once said, the media is the most powerful entity on earth. They have the power to make the innocent guilty and to make the guilty innocent. And that's power because they control the minds of the masses. He's correct. All right. What would you rather? What would you rather have to endure? All right. Uh Uh-oh. Um, (laughs) having to attend every single game, uh, season, you know, having like season tickets, to your the favorite WNBA team. Or four more years of Joe Biden. <laughs> oh. No, I don't know. Wow. Bring it Biden. Know. Hold on, hold I know on. It's tough. Guys, guys, it's tough. hold on, listen, listen. <laughs> Wait. I can take one for the team. What? I can take one for America. What do you think? Me having to endure WNBA yeah. games means no one else <laughs> has to endure Joe Biden. Yes. Okay. See, four more years of Joe Biden affects everyone. Having to go to a WNBA game just just affects me. That's true. And I can be that hero, That's the true. hero that we need. <laughs> so you support Kamala Harris to be president of the United States? Is that what who you're said saying? that? Who else is going to be president if it's not Biden? Uh, well, that, that's not the point. He didn't say who the president was going to be. Oprah. Uh, Oprah. 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 I don't think it matters. I'll I'll take uh, Biden as president. But how do they? How do they? Change. But hold, hold on. How do they stop Joe Biden from running? They can't. He he never ran in the first place. I don't think he's there. I think he's like literally. He's I, in a digital soundstage no, across the street. Here's what, what else I, what's happening. They might be using holograms at this point. Here's what I'm not even beyond that. I now I I seem to recall that on on this very amazing live stream back in the day, back in in the within the past year, I said that if Joe Biden's elected, that you'll never see him again. I was so wrong. Mm-hmm. I was so wrong. I was so wrong I, because I thought, well, there's no, there's no way he's, he's, he's gonna he's gonna be you know broadcasting maybe like once a month out of a bunker, right? He's on TV. He's doing events Monday through Friday, like on the regular, and it's almost like they're trying to prove, like his staff are trying to prove that he's like still alive. You know, <laughs> it, like they're just like, no, what's, see, he's he's standing in front of the camera, guys. Sound stage. Yeah, that's weird. That's okay. so weird. F- Philip Wegman, who's uh, one of the correspondents uh, from, you know, uh, he's from Real Clear Politics. Mm. Um, he basically said that the seating in that auditorium is more comfortable, basically. Oh, but for but, who? The media? Yeah, for the media. So right? the media is running but here's, his presidency? But here's the thing. And and. The the last when uh okay so for for those of you who are not following just just to clarify um the White House across the street they built a a fake set for Joe Biden it's it's bright it's it's TV lit there there's uh there's all these windows they're not windows they're TVs but, there, but there's 
flat screens behind right. them. Right. Right? To make and, it look like there's and windows. It, and it says, I mean, but it, it looks fake. It doesn't look like the White House, right? Uh, but it, it's, it's, it's like supposed, a theater stage. It's like a theater, exactly. And it's perfect representation of exactly how politics right. is theater. Right. It's, an, you know, it's it, all a show. It's just like, right, exactly. So what they do, they, they made the set and the last time that they had an event, it was, it was about the debt ceiling. And Joe Biden has like a bunch of virtual people he's talking to. First of all, this thing doesn't even need to be televised. It doesn't need to be broadcast anywhere. So boring. Who is watching this? Nobody is watching this in the first place, right? They might get a soundbite out of it for the news, but nobody's like sitting there and, and glued to their screen and going, man, I gotta, I gotta see this. I gotta see Joe Biden talk about the debt limit for an hour. Like nobody cares, right? But in the window, it showed like that there, there were flowers in bloom yeah. in the rose garden, which I don't think in this time of year that they, they are. You sure. I thought, I'd, I thought the word fall was a signal of like <laughs> the petals emerging <laughs> yes, to fall. Spring. But people pointed this out and they're like, why did they build a, a fake White House? And it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. Like, why did they do this? Uh, I mean, it is TV ready and it, and it looks fine, I guess, but. These events that Biden does in there, like no nobody's watching it. People are going to the YouTube channel, clicking thumbs down, and watching Timcast. Like that—that's it. They're not watching. They're—they're <laughs> they're not What's sitting that? there. No, I'm serious. Nobody's watching this stuff. And then Biden, he—they—they they think that this is like good for his image, putting him out every day. And and you saw you saw the tape from yesterday where he's reading a bunch of names. And he can't read these names and he's spelling, he's trying to spell names and it's just like, like this is why people think he's incompetent. This is why his, like bring him out like, like twice a week. Trump didn't do events every single day. He spoke to the press like on the way to the helicopter, right? To the press gaggle. That's it. He did, and maybe with COVID, he did, he did, he was out like every day and then eventually he was just like, I'll let Mike Pence deal with it. He didn't do an event every single day. Joe Biden doesn't need to do that. And he's out there every day, and he just looks. He just well, that he's proves just it. Decrepit, crazy person. It proves that he's spry. <laughs> yeah. They're they're trying to say, hey, he's alive, guys. Trust me, he's he's okay. <laughs> well, because you know, here's what's going to happen. Here's I'm, I guarantee this. Here's what's going to happen. There's going to be a week where you don't see him, and people are going to go, "Is Joe Biden dead?" Like people are going to be like ridiculously worried. They're like, "Where's Joe Biden? He hasn't done he hasn't done a press thing in a week." Where is he? Is his health okay? And you're and and, and then you're going to see him walking from the helicopter with a cane, and he's going to stumble forward, somersault, and spring up and go, "Hey!" <laughs> he's going to walk over and be like, "You thought I was gone?" And then he's going to go to and then he's going to go to Kamala Harrison, going, "It was it was always you." And then yeah. he, the chocolate factory is yours. <laughs> yes, he points to the White House. But they don't have uh, many options, though. I mean, if you really think about it, he can't talk to the press. He can't take a question. He no. keeps talking about how he's ordered not to talk to the media, not to I'm talk gonna to the get press. In trouble. So what else are they no, going to no, do? Stop. Hold on, yeah. hold on. He's told. He says this over and over again. I'm going to get in trouble if yeah. I talk. I can't talk to the press. He's also yeah. not in the White House. Yeah. What's going on? And then, and then they they totally ushered the press out. Like there, there was I. It was some somewhere in September. I don't know where it was. I saw it on like the News Junkies channel on um on YouTube, where he's he's talking about 
batteries, right? Like some per charging station. And he starts talking about a map and he, and he just starts kind of, kind of going. And then suddenly the, the, his press people are like, okay, let's go. Everybody out of it. Like he's, he's starting to ramble and you can't see this now. You're not allowed to see this because the there's, president's there's, going on a thing. There's a bunch of incidents where they're doing live streams and then he's like, Oh, you have a question, and then a camera just cuts off. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they okay. did, and they did that the other day. They did this in in Michigan. First of all, he he's out in Michigan, and there's nobody there. There's like ten people there. Right. None of them are masks. It's, it's like Whitmer and uh, I think Debbie Dingle, who was actually wearing a mask for some reason. Nobody's wearing a mask in the audience. Biden comes out with some union guy, both wearing masks. They're just wa- they're outside, and he's walking out. Then he takes the mask off because he's in front of the camera. Right, he does his little speech, and then he goes. He starts going to talk to people without a mask, and then the White House feed just quickly shut off. Right, and then and at one point, and this is really funny. He goes, he goes. Most of you in this room, and he's outside. Most of you in this room can tell tell me where like the most dangerous intersection in your town is. You're like, he goes in this room. Like whoever wrote that speech forgot that <laughs> nobody that, was there. That you know that he was. It was going to be an outside event, right? You know, because wow. rooms are inside. So, it, it, and and all of the speeches are the same. It's yeah. all the copy. It's all copy pasted. I think. Stuff. I, I think. Come on, out, man. Look. Have, have, have you seen Stargate SG One? No, but I, I mean, I I saw the movie. The so in, in the show, and, and all the good fans will, will know this reference, when the, the Tolan are occupied by the Goa'uld because their plasma cannons stop working against their shields. I mean, this is very important information. Basically, it's an episode where <laughs> the, uh, you, know, Earth, you, you know, you know what the show is about. They have a Stargate. There's a planet that's very highly advanced. They go there, and everyone's acting weird. The government seems to be acting strange. Records seem to be missing. And then it turns out it's because they were secretly invaded, and no one on the planet knew and then the plan ends up getting destroyed. The point I'm making is something is telling Joe Biden what to do. And it's probably aliens. Are you saying Ron Klain and Jake Sullivan are aliens? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd believe it. I'd believe it. it Tony t- Blinken, is, Anthony Blinken is a, an alien? That proves it. I mean, that, that, you know. that's yeah. proof. Okay. As soon as you mention them, I'm like, oh, I'm kidding. Fair no, enough. But, but <laughs> it's, it's obvious that Joe Biden may be the president in title, but he's 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 – Something else is happening here. He's like, not there. He's absolutely not there. Most what, of the time, what, when you talk to him, you could even see it in his eyes. I mean, the guy has two metal stints in his brain <laughs> to hold, holding back major what is it, aneurysms? Whoa. Robo Biden. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think Robo Biden would be a l- just slightly more competent. <laughs> it would be pretty awesome. That'd slightly be great, more. Yeah. I mean, like it's a Biden who comes out, rips his face off, and it's like a Terminator, and he's like, "Ask your question." Okay, I, I look. I fine. I would vote for Robo Biden. I would. I, Me too. First robot in you know in the White House. Sure. <laughs> you know, I fine. I do that. Robo Biden. Robo Biden. That's very diverse. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah, a first robot president. No, I don't know what's going on. The man, first but... cis white male robot president. Yes. No, he's a Terminator. <laughs> First Terminator president. The first Terminator. Yeah. I love Ask that. your question, human. <laughs> Do you uh, think I Trump- have a question about the foreign policy enacted. When you <laughs> fired uh, all of our nuclear arsenal at China and Russia, wiping them off the planet, uh, do you think that's going to cost the taxpayers? <laughs> Resistance <laughs> is futile. <Yes. laughs> this quote from Stargate SJ1. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, we're under an alien occupation. That that proves it. We're screwed. 
<laughs> no, look, look, in all seriousness, no. Uh, in all seriousness, Joe no. Biden's not a robot. That's what Tim's trying to say. No, I'm saying that he is the corporeal form they wished for in order to defeat Trump. The media ran, and now there's he's clearly not in charge. And I know it's kind of like maybe being a dead horse to say, but he's not in charge of his own capacity. But we need to ask who like, is then, and like it, why if he's not in the White House, who is the multinational corporate uh, billionaire class? Like they always have been, and what they always have had their agenda like push through. Bill, Bill Gates and like Elon Musk. No, and no, like Jeff Bezos are in the Oval Office, and they're it's, like it's, they're mucking up the place. It's Obama. It goes as high as Obama, yeah. and then and then Susan Rice, Ron Klain, Blinken, Sullivan, and uh, then maybe I mean, Pelosi. Obama even previously talked about – I forgot exact what source. I think he was talking to a late-night TV interview. host yeah. where he talked about how he wished he could do the whole thing again, but he wouldn't be the front front uh, person, that he could be the person behind the scenes. Yeah, kind but of so, like so you're yeah, saying a Obama, third term. Obama's yes. purposefully tanking the country? No, but he's pushing the agenda, which clearly don't help out the middle class, clearly don't help out the poor, clearly pushes a direct agenda that is counter uh, the American people, counter American culture, and is pushing this larger kind of horrible policies that they always wished that they wanted to push and approve, but but never had the gall to do it. So if you really do think about it that way, as far as the kind of sinister motives to blame an old senile geriatrics guy for doing all this, this is the perfect situation to do it. But here's here's the thing that gets me. All of these policies, everything is failing. Everything. It's not failing. It's benefiting a lot of people and hurting everyone else. It's benefiting his inner circle. It's benefiting the special interest. It's benefiting the military-industrial complex. It's benefiting the people who uh, have the most to gain here, uh, and while everyone else is clearly losing. So I don't I, think I don't think it's done by accident. I, I think the reason you know th- there's more people who died of of COVID this year than all of last year combined. Right. This year we have more intervention than we ever had, more government than we ever had. I don't think I don't think that's an accident. Uh, my, that's just, my own personal opinion. Uh, my own personal perspective from how I've uh, been seeing politics for the last 15 years. It's always completely yeah, backwards. Yeah, yeah. It's always counterintuitive, and it never works to help out the yeah. middle uh, average American. Never. Uh, I, I just want a Robo Biden 2024 t-shirt. That sounds good. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool, right? <laughs> yeah, I like that. We should make that. Robo Biden. Yes. And it'll just be like a, a Biden, but like half his face is like Terminator face. <laughs> and like his, his metal teeth. Yeah, I'm going to have to think about that. Well, would it be like that? Biden Harris font and everything, and you know, say uh, no. It's going to be cool because Robo Biden is <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Robo Biden is not Biden. All right, fine, fine. Then who, who would Robo Biden's vice presidential pick be? Ooh, that's because it can't R2-D2. be Robo R2-D2. Harris. No, I mean she's a robot, but not the not like the good robot. Right. Uh, I don't know. And, and, uh, she's uh, got uh, the bug with the with the laugh. Generic lizard, lizard person. person. Yeah. <laughs> Robo Biden lizard person 2024 asteroid asteroid yes. Yes. <laughs> Robo Biden riding the asteroid towards the earth yes hey uh, speaking of asteroid by the way not has nothing to do with my merch uh, I heard that there was some kind of uh, asteroid that potentially had minerals on it like like gold and, and stuff that could actually be mined and then basically like whatever country goes and claims it and mines it basically they could just say hey um that's paid off <laughs> you know with all these with all these minerals and, and everything that's, that's on this thing i think you, you guys heard about that in the chat it's it i was thinking about it earlier on the plane where i had nothing to do with no internet and i was thinking that that would just kind of be like a godsend where you could just say hey you know let's let's 
instead of minting you, a trillion dollar coin. Yeah, I was going to say, you're talking about the trillion dollar coin. No, well, but, but instead you could <laughs> be like, rich. hey, look, look what we did. We sent Bruce Willis and, and Ben Affleck up to, uh, mine this, this, uh, asteroid and, and are they saying anything, Luke? Um, I, I, I would get in trouble <laughs> if I would read half of the comments that people are, are commenting. You're a here. liar. I I'm love the, the comment section. I love the comment section. It's some yes. of the most, I literally just, I was just like, I, I might not even have to be able to show this because I might <laughs> I be getting you guys in trouble. But, uh, I, I like reading the comments. I, I enjoy it very much. Uh, and, uh, you guys are extremely entertaining, very fun. Even when you, uh, bust my chops, I appreciate it very much. I don't, me- me- remember when I bought, <laughs> so, so, uh, I owe Andrew $7 for when, uh-huh. uh, when he bought, I lent, he, he lent you? me money for Subway. I just paid him back. Oh, snap. How so? He I don't did. get it. He did He I paid me it. back in one trillion <laughs> Timcast bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. You're rich, Andrew. Good uh, news. While, I'm while, rich beyond our wildest dreams. <laughs> while we were here, we're going to auction that off, by the way. While, while yeah. we were here, I formed the um, the Timcast Federal Reserve. Oh, cool. You know, and Good so, to know. You know, we, we, know. We, we, we just did some quantitative. Who's your treasury secretary? Me. That's him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But, but you're paid back. So, uh, thank thanks. you. Thank, there you go. <laughs> What is Dogecoin to the moon? Yes. Do you do you think and that Tim Tim Bucks? Do you yes. think that the country is going to break apart, fall apart into a million pieces? And I hope so. Wow, really? do you really hope so? I'm, I'm so tired. <laughs> Same. Oh <laughs> uh, well, well, you know, I the Civil War. Sure, I think that's coming. Uh, <laughs> that was like the most like assertive we've heard people talk about it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. But sure. uh, I don't. But I don't think the country's going to break apart into fifty pieces. You know, fifty. Di- I, I don't. I don't imagine see. the country of Delaware. They would be like, we have no food. We have crabs. Huh. It's Delaware's microscopic. We got Joe Biden. <laughs> All of these. Here, Joe Biden's a, their biggest commodity. Here, here's the thing about the union breaking apart. It is going to be the, the the northeast that suffers the most because the states are so tiny. I mean, New Hampshire people are going to be like, "We good," but Delaware, Delaware's in trouble. Delaware's like one fourth of an existing state. You know, there's a state that's like Delaware's like a little piece cut off. Well, the the only, uh, and I don't even know if it if it applies so much anymore. But it's all these companies are incorporated there, right? All the, all these financial oh, yeah. companies, right? But a lot of them are also moving to, uh, I believe it's South Dakota or North Dakota. Really? It's some it's somewhere else Nevada's in the middle of the country. And and it is it's almost like they Delaware had that niche for a long time and then other states were like, Hey, let's just rip off Delaware, you know, why not? So You know what I, I was thinking, like when it comes to all this chaos and stuff, I just you gotta look to the people that are leaders. You know, that are influencers in, you know, global governance and corporate, mm-hmm. you know, uh, corporations and do what they do. So, uh, you know, I look at Bill Gates buying up farmland, buying up all the farmland, more farmland than anyone else. And I have to wonder, like, I wonder why he's buying up all the farmland. Might there be something that is to occur that would make his farmland very valuable? All right. Well, I'll buy some farmland. You know, I'm not going to be left. I'm not going to be left holding the holding an empty bag. You know what I'm saying? Are you are you also uh, making your stock picks like, you know, are you following that that Pelosi stock picks thing? Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Well, there's entire like there's entire careers made on TikTok Mm -hmm. of people just following Nancy Pelosi stock picks. They call her (laughs) they call her the stock market whale. I mean, Nancy Pelosi has what is it like over a hundred million dollars? A lot of that money came from the stock market that she is supposedly regulating. 
Yes, but but still, there there has to right. be something said about someone being worth over a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. and then getting the stock picks so right all the time. Coincidentally, and and literally, people on TikTok are making their entire careers just copying her moves and saying, you know, this is what you should do in the stock market. So, well, you know, it's only insider trading when Republicans do it, mm. right? Uh, there was the whole big thing with with Leffler, with Kelly Leffler, when they were saying, well, she yeah. she benefited like everybody benefited. But we have to understand in, in, during the, yeah. at the beginning of the pandemic how crazy this insider trading is. It's not just with Nancy Pelosi. It was right before COVID. Right before COVID, some senators were caught up. Even before nine eleven, some senators were were caught up in insider trading. Uh, before wars, a lot of senators and congressmen know something's going to happen, and they invest in particular military industrial complex stocks. I mean, there's a lot of shady activity in the stock market. Well, I know your answer. I, I'm going to let you answer it though. But do you do you think that uh, people in Congress should uh, not be able to do anything Exist. in the stock market. Uh, yeah, Exist. of course, of course. They, <laughs> while they, they're they, while they're in while they're in office. Yeah, of course. But what? But what if it's somebody like it's a, you know, it's it's a a, a manager who's doing it, and they're not, and and you can't prove they'll that find any another way of, to get somebody you, else you, to do it or their grandchildren. You, to do you it. heard about my my political philosophy, uh, uh, Marxism, right? Mm-hmm. So here's here's how it works. When when someone runs for Congress, you know we we, we do it as as we normally do. Everybody runs, they vote. Then you you'll get your winner. They all make their way to D.C., where then they'll board a special uh, a series of private planes down to Florida, where we 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 get them onto a a, a rocket ship that goes to Mars. Yes, that's I like it. That and idea. that no, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yeah, they go to Mars. That's, that's it. <laughs> like, that's where the plan ends. That's um. I'm behind that. Great, great plan. <laughs> great plan. Solid. I like that's you it. Know. Nothing else. <laughs> They're just gone. Yeah. Oh, but but I also did say like you know because because I we, thought we, that I, was going somewhere. No. Let, it, to Mars. Mars Quite, yeah. yeah. That's it. To Mars literally, literally going to Mars, Andrew. Yes. Shut that. Uh, shut Goodbye, that uh, politician. <laughs> no, but but uh, but I, I can't remember who we had on the show. But then someone brought up an interesting point, and they were like, it would be interesting how they would legislate from things they would never benefit from, like actually going to Mars. They would have no opportunity to benefit from any of the policies they enact or any insider trading or anything like that. They'd literally have to just, I don't know, either be the Joker or Batman. Are we talking about Batman? No, okay. Um, <laughs> hey, here's, here's a, here's but, but, a, but, but what if, what if our elected leaders were just, you know, isolated underground and they could never come out and they'd wear jumpsuits and it's like you had to choose to do something, you know, very serious. No more insider training, no more bribes, no more, no more, no, 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 none of the worries, no more salary increases. If you want to serve the public, you are stripped of, of all your access other than doing your job. But a big, a big problem with, uh, getting politicians to divest from, from all of their holdings is that that comes into question. You know, are they, are they selling, are they selling this off at this price because Next of, of corruption or because, but well, eh. You know, that, it, that's one of the reasons why Trump couldn't just get rid of all of his assets when he became president. Right. He was basically like, well, I'd be investigated forever. Cause yeah. they were going, they would have to look at, they would look at every single thing and go, Trump sold this building for this price because. Right. Right. Oh, well, you know, every, Trump isn't on the, like the, the top 400 Forbes people and like, who cares? Wait, no, you, he is. He's no, I think, I think in this, in this year, like he was like, He's off that list or oh, something. Really? Yeah. And it's like because his whole 
he didn't he didn't become president to get rich. Yeah, no, he lost a lot. He lost yeah. He he I mean he was huge rap. He sacrificed everything. When was the last time a rapper rapped about him other than oh and maybe Lil Wayne, you know, in a good way. In a good way. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, uh, here here's a, here's a question. Here's a weird question speaking of presidents. Of all the guests that you've had on this live stream and not including us because that that's just cheating. Who and and this goes for you chat. Who do you think who would you like to see run for president out of all of the guests that you've ever had on on this Oh, me, Alex Jones. I I I just would love the entertainment value of it, you know. Um we've had we've had yes. Could you imagine if like I could not imagine. Alex Jones runs a Republican, so wins the primary, is put in the debate against some Democrat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm, it's I'm like it's like Trump times ten. It's like Trump's times ten. When Trump was like, "Only Rosie O'Donnell." Alex would be like, "Listen to me, people. You got these people, these lizards, these dirty interdimensional beings." <laughs> it would be amazing. That'd be great. Would you would just be like, you, you'd put you your feet agree? up. Do you concur? I entirely concur. I think that Alex Jones should run for every conceivable office. Fine, honestly, <laughs> fine. Yes. Alex Jones for president. <laughs> yes. That's right. <laughs> you know, I gotta say this. I gotta say this. And Luke's looks like it doesn't matter who's president. It doesn't matter. They'll be taking over other globalists. That's fine. Alex <laughs> Jones was right about so he much that right no one believed him. So much. We every every time we've had him on, he says something. We go, "That's not true." <laughs> he was on. He was on. He was on. And like the f- we're, we're talking about like uh, the, the Democrats in Congress are proposing a new bill, and then Alex goes. George Washington wrote a letter about the Illuminati saying that Thomas like, Jefferson was what? in charge. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what are we even talking? And then he was like, Google it. And I was like, okay. And I did. And from the Library of Congress, sure George Washington's letter condemning the Illuminati. And I'm like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <sighs> He's right again. It's like, what if the only true religion was Alex Jones's worldview and we were all wrong? <laughs> I'm scared. Imagine what all that power would do to this head. <laughs> Holy cow. I would say, I mean... A lot of people in the comment section are saying Alex. A lot of people are also saying Dave Smith, s- since yes. you know he is running for for president. Michael Malice, press secretary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I, I, you know, okay. I would say I would say Dave Smith That's personally. Good. That's uh, good. If, but but if we, we, we we've always he, so I don't think he's announced, but we always knew that he was a contender that he he might run. So that one's a little, a little too obvious, you know. Yeah, but like all that power, all that authority. <laughs> It goes Alex. back to that. It goes back to that Star Wars reference. <laughs> Alex Jones in the floor going unlimited power, yes. unlimited power, <laughs> and he's firing you know lasers. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine them for like he like if if he ran as a Republican, made it to the debates, he would poll really high. Yeah, he, he absolutely would. would poll really high. He'd poll enough to get into the Republican primary debates, and he'd be going off on everybody there. It would be amazing. Maybe that's why they had to cancel him. Maybe the CIA predictive programming actually (laughs) foretold foretold a future where he would have got into politics, ran, and then uh, who knows what kind of calamity would have happened. And they were like, we need to stop this at all costs. Ban him now immediately. It's January January 20th, 2024. No, 2025, sorry. And uh, Alex Jones was just officially sworn in. And as soon as he is, he just turns around, walks inside the Capitol building, walks out with like a lizard guy, and he's like... (laughs) I resign. I'm done. <laughs> like I did what I was uh, to do. Yeah, I just need to get it in the building. <laughs> Here he is. He, he pulls a mask off of you know yes. Obama or something. No, no, no. What he does, Pelosi. He, he, uh, <laughs> Pelosi looks like she has a mask. He, on. he pardons. Um, he pardons. What's his name? Snowden. 
He pardons Snowden. Assange. Assange. He, yeah. he, he orders the distribution of sunglasses that allow everyone to see uh, Pelosi's yeah. true face. <sighs> oh, Pelosi I, looks I got like it. she's I got wearing it. a mask. Like, that's not even a joke. Haven't you seen the, the G-Prime 85 art? Oh, let, me see, let, me, let me pull it up. He pulls out all the supplements and he says, hey, everybody. Everybody gets, <laughs> I did not see it. Everybody gets the supplements. That sounds right. All right, here you go. I hope you have wait, stuff wait, to use big. later. For, yeah, for sure, no worries. <laughs> here you go. No we got we got a shout idea. out, George Alexopoulos. This is good. It's Nancy, oh yes, Nancy Pelosi says it was a setup. I was wearing my mask, the same mask I'm wearing now. And then she rips her face off, and she's an alien. <laughs> yeah. I, I reached out to him uh, a few months ago because I want him to do some artwork for me, and he's like, "Yeah, sure." You know, and he, he gave me a price. I have no idea what. Like, I, I want I want him to do something. With my image in like a cool way. With your I, image, but I just oh, don't. Geez. But I just don't know, like what to ask for. Like I'm, I'm just not that uh, creative. I guess when he, it comes he, to those. He things. made one of me getting abducted by aliens. But he's he, did, super, yeah. he is super talented. He is great. Yeah, oh, I yeah. really like his stuff. We're gonna be rotating the. So my favorite one from him, I think, is Joe Biden at a podium, and he says, "It is estimated by the time I finish this this speech, <laughs> two hundred million people will die." And that time is now. And then he fires <laughs> lightning bolts that vaporizes the crowd. I, that's just one of the best. The crowd's that's like amazing. they're like their heads are they're, are being blown back, and their you know their skulls are showing. They're being vaporized by Biden. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's uh, it's really it's really cool to see these in the background of the. Studio. Yeah, the the I'm afraid you're not black. That's the first one I ever saw from that from one's him. so great. He's great. I mean, we should have him back on. I yeah, I, yeah, I never I never was at the house when he was on. He's I was awesome. uh, he seems like I would and also Seamus too. Yeah, Seamus is just here. Too, yeah. yeah. Uh, so 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 we uh, in the in the vlog the Cast Castle vlog. We did this bit where we say, like, Seamus is the greatest rollerblader, but it's very obviously not Seamus rollerblading. We just had him, like... What? No way. Yeah. So, but it's funny because, like, you know, we, we had him... Uh, so, I, I had an idea, and I was like, uh, Seamus is a Freedom Tunes, for, the, for those that aren't familiar. And uh, I was like, I got an idea. Let's have Seamus rollerblade around, but then we'll put Brett, who's, like, a legit, really good blader, in Seamus's clothes, but he'll wear a helmet so you can't see, and then we'll claim it's Seamus. And then Seamus was like, yeah, but I need a catchphrase to yell when I land stuff. And I was like, no, you got to yell your name. <laughs> that, way, that way people know it's you. So what we did is Seamus was just yelling things. And then Brett is skating. But whenever he lands, he goes, Seamus. And then like, he jumps like, Seamus. And so now the gag is like, whenever you succeed at something in a sporting event, we yell Seamus. Uh, you, don't, you don't yell, um, let's go, Brandon. No. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we, we actually, we've been, so, so we were skating today. And, you know, when someone's trying a hard trick, we go, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> and then when they land, yes. it was Seamus. <laughs> yeah, great. It's great. We have, we have so all. much fun out here. We oh. are, we are lunatics. Uh, how about we do this? How about we go to Super Chats? Yes. Super Chats. If you haven't already, smash that like button. Do it for Seamus. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and Brandon. And yeah. Brandon. Someone, some, there, there's, I gotta read one super, there was one Super Chat I saw where they said, Robo Biden slash Brandon 2024. Yes. And I was like, yes. Yeah. That sounds Let's go, right. Brandon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's see. <laughs> Doobie McNasty. Uh, oh, smash the like button. Become a member at TimCast.com. You get the. You get it. Doobie McNasty says, Tim, you got to watch Alex Jones versus Tim Pool. I've heard no. good things about it. <laughs> Have you seen it? No. Uh, so you know that, people, that, that there's editors that make these podcast sure. mashups. Apparently, there's a really funny one where Alex Jones is. Uh, I, I don't know what it's about. Do you know? Have you seen it, Luke? No. I don't know what it's about, but it's apparently really funny. 
Like I've you know. seen the Joe Rogan versus Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Stuff. There's there's yeah, one earlier where it's like me, Michael Mouse, and Alex Jones, and we like all love each other or something. It's just they're, they're really funny. But there's like a new one, I guess. So, all right, let's. See I like Michael, about. by the way. Oh, I, he's fantastic. I, I, I the, I'm telling you, the 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 time that him and and Alex oh. were on that was just that was just brilliant. And exactly. and Michael really can hold his own. With with Alex, which is very hard to do, very hard to do. Absolutely, not even Tim can do it. Challenging, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. All right, let's see. Group B says, "Tim, I watched your video about the economy halt due to the pandemic. Is this what was referenced last year when Trump says this is how economies die? It's like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place." I will defer to you, Luke. I'm deferring back to you. Yeah. Mother. <laughs> uh, well, Trump and uh, if if Trump and Alex Jones have anything in common, is it that they're always right? Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Let's see. Darko Vuko, uh, Vukovic says, tell Ian I work for Google and I heard him. We have a group of 324 who have signed an open letter against the vaccine mandate growing daily. Google HR claims they are working on a religious exemption. TBD. Love the show. Hey, glad to hear it, man. Good. All right. Let's see. Royal Wolf says it's finally happened. Tim has merged with the wall. Uh, actually, this is a navy blue T-shirt, and that is a black backdrop. <laughs> Close. We got to show you the new studio, though, because you got here late. You didn't see it. I it heard. I did not get so the the, cool. the new tour. Yeah. So okay. we were planning on having it done over the past weekend, but they had to do. We, we were like, we got to clean. We had to do like a steam cleaning mm-hmm. because and, and polishing the walls and everything. We had to do it, which meant we had to delay product like setting up of the of the equipment and everything. And then I was like, we're not going to be able to do a good day of testing throughout the week because we're so busy. So it's slowly getting done, and it's amazing. The cameras are all mounted on the walls. Oh, the table is way bigger. There's a booze section with substantially yeah. more booze. We're getting a couch set up. We have more cameras. We have a PTZ camera in there that can move anywhere and point to anything in the room. So you're basically turning into Crowder show. But better. Not, <laughs> we're it's not, like we're, a bunch of gar- No, I'm kidding. We're not going to do. But like, you have the couch and stuff. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a couch, and it's because right now we have bean bags, and when people have guests yeah. come by, they're just like sitting on the bags. So we're going to have an actual couch, like like yesterday with with James O'Keefe. Uh, what was his friend's name? Nick. Oh, he had a whole crew here. Whole crew. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because he yeah, yeah. he kept pointing off camera. Yeah, Eric. And, right. And I Eric. and I kept going. I kept thinking it would be great if there were. So there, we're going to have mics and stuff for them right. too. Yes. So yes. we're going to have extra mics, cameras, and we're going to have a performance area for music. And then uh, a PTZ camera is a pan tilt zoom, mm-hmm. and that means we're gonna have a wide shot. We used to have a wide shot. We don't anymore. Mm-hmm. We do. The UFO is back. Yes, we have the UFO again. So good. We've had the, I've had the UFO for a long time. It's just been sitting. We have, we don't have anywhere to put it here. Right. And with the wide shot and the PTZ, we can actually have the PTZ preset to zoom in on the UFO. That's great. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a slightly bigger room, and uh, it also has a bathroom in it, mm-hmm. which we are soundproofing. Yes. Oh, but then you're missing out on the whole married with children thing. Oh, like that's, that true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, <laughs> miss the that's too bad. Missed opportunity. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's see. <laughs> Roberto Lara says, "Twim, t- twim, Tim, quit lying. You have Ian on Bear Patrol, alone and naked, holding a shroom <laughs> voice by Alex Jones, holding a staff yelling, let 'Let's end the Fed.' How did they know? <laughs> did you see uh, uh, the animation we did about Ian and Alex Jones? Did I? It's no, I quite guess possibly I didn't. one of the funniest things. So, uh, so in the Cast Castle vlog, Kent does the animations and one of the episodes i can't remember which one it was do you i don't remember which one it was um but it's ian and he like find it's a cartoon of ian finding a mushroom and the mushroom is alex jones who's just screaming (laughs) and then like saying weird alex jones stuff and then ian's all excited it's it's one of the funniest things i've ever seen it's 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 amazing yeah (laughs) all right let's see what we got here 
One shot. Killa says University of Washington Medical just came out and said they will not do organ transplants unless you have the jab, even if you if you have a sincerely held religious belief. Yep. Wow. Then Same don't color. go there. Yeah. That's it. You know, there's not a lot of organs available. This is not China. Um, yeah. So this is absolute cruelty and uh, evil, in my opinion. I mean, that that's that's evil. They're they're making it political. Yeah. They're. The CDC has even admitted that that they think that there's over 100 million people that have been infected with COVID. So that's a lot of natural immunity. And I'm not saying don't yeah. take the vaccine. Uh, it's your choice. You should, if you want to take it, it's it it's going to help you if you're you have underlying well, just, conditions. Well, just, that's, that's what that's, they say. But you shouldn't have to take it. This, it's, it's no one's insane. business, but but yours. And the same that, people- that, this, this, this is the issue I take with like anybody arguing efficacy and stuff like this. I don't care. Like I don't want to hear about someone taking preparation. H, it's your business, not mine. If you've got con- medical conditions going on, bro, you don't got to tell me about it unless like you're sick and I don't want to get sick. You know what I mean? Like go to go to a doctor. Don't come to me with that stuff, and I'm I, not going to tell you what to do. I hate that it's so political, and it shouldn't be political. It should just be. And they were they were talking about oh we need to get to you know like seventy percent, and then it was seventy five, then it was eighty. Mm-hmm. Now it's like ninety eight percent, and like no, that's impo- you will never get to zero COVID. That's yeah. a, that's a thing that will never happen because there's more countries than us, and and we right, we can't right. con- we can't control our borders clearly. <laughs> I, I got to read this one. This is Sorry. really important. Seth Shoemake says, Tim, are you subconsciously competing with Luke? Since he's been back, you've <gasps> eschewed the button up and are showing off the guns. And you've got him lit like Pinhead from Hellraiser tonight. Thank you. Love you both. No, 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 no. no. We, we, <laughs> Thank you. I've been fighting for my life. Listen lights. to this. <laughs> we have all of these lights. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight that have been set since the beginning of the show yeah. and Luke comes and, and, and in and, and moved starts to make changing me look them all and makes himself look awful <laughs> and I cries. keep telling him I keep saying I'm like Luke stop you're making yourself look worse and he's like no I want it this way because I don't want to I got to look better and then he zooms the camera out so it makes his face look really big and his body looks small and then he turns you're the, more zoomed the, out the light, than I am zoomed out we have over here, huge arguments about the light this. over here he blasts ultra and his face no no, no that's because I was there with, with where Ian was yesterday I didn't even touch oh the lights gosh. today you were Partly, I don't care. But, uh, but was, the, came, but, was the but light better yesterday? Was the light better at the beginning of the broadcast or midway? Let me know right now. But it's James O'Keefe was decision. sitting where where you are yesterday, and yeah. he looked fine. Yeah, exactly, had, and I didn't change nothing. I had to get up. <laughs> what are you trying to say there? Mid show just now and fix the light because Luke was fiddling with everything. Mm-hmm. I yeah. fixed it, and everyone yeah, in the comment it. section is saying Luke okay. is lit. Everyone's saying Luke is lit. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see. Sergeant Amos says, hey, folks, do you think you could get a Republican senator on the show? And if so, who would you like to have on? Oh. Well, I'll tell you this right now. Let me say something. I have reached out to Lauren Boebert, who said, yes, I'd love to come on the show. I, I was actually, I'm sorry. I was actually thinking on the plane when I was sitting there doing nothing. I was actually thinking that she would be amazing she would, on, yeah. on this. True. Yeah. Dan Crenshaw mm-hmm. also. Eh. Uh, now, the problem Passed. is. Dan said he was unable to um, just because it's like really difficult in his schedule to like come out for an hour. And Mm -hmm. he's like, but we'll we'll maybe figure something out. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. No pressure. I get it. Lauren just said, contact my, you know, this person and we'll we'll take care of it. And then they just ignore me. And then this has been, it's been this way for, I I can't list off every single politician we've asked, but we've asked a handful of Republicans (laughs) who all say the same thing. Yes, absolutely would love to do it. Reach out to this person. I think Matt Gates too. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were like, yes, contact my, my, my person who will take care of it all. Okay. And then they should ignore you. 
Yep. So it's like basically they say yes, but they really mean no. So I'll, I'll tell you the other thing. 99% of the politicians we've had, which hasn't been that many, it's just like politicians don't talk. Politicians are very careful. They're very, very careful. It's not as fun. It's not as funny. They don't want to, they want, they don't want to, they don't want to lose any potential vote. So it's just, nah. but I think that, that there's definitely some people out there where you wouldn't necessarily have to talk about current events. You wouldn't have to like say, Hey, what's in the news today? What do you think, sir? You know, I, I think that there are some really interesting people that you could have on, on, but here. I just don't feel it. Uh, but like, Sean, Sean Parnell has been the best because yeah. he's, he's an outlier. He's like, he's a regular dude. He was, we, we, when he's on the but show, he's a congressperson. Well, he's running for Senate. But yeah, but he, wait, isn't he? He's running for. A oh no, no, I'm thinking. Of, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. No, yeah, like I, I think that you could have somebody on here. Like I, I oh, would Dave, love. Hold on, Dave, Dave Smith mm-hmm. and the Libertarian guys are like legit. The Mises guys are like, I'll say exactly. Like what I'm, I'm sure, like Massey would come and talk to you. The problem is, we. It's like a, almost a waste of energy to try and even talk to them in the first place. It's mm-hmm. hard. Because I tell you this, it is. When we when we reach out to anybody else, they're usually like, "Hey, sorry, I can't do it." Um, but I'll let you know if my if the dates open up. We're talking to a handful of people, some high profile people, and they're like, "Look, we're really busy, but let's let's try and figure this out." Politicians are always absolutely. Here's the email from my assistant. Email them, and we'll get it done. And then they just don't respond, mm. or they respond and say, "How are these dates?" And they 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 they, they bounce you around, and then eventually just disappear. Just like I'm like, dude. Not only that. It is it, they're, they're, you got to be. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm I'm wary about any of these politicians. I don't care if they're a Republican or otherwise, because you know that you've got to. You may end up getting canned opinions. Yo, they're, yeah, they're gonna be. They're gonna protect their reputation, and, and they don't want to. Yeah. And, and probably the reason they don't want to come on the show is they know that I'm that I might say something like, "Hey, X just happened in the news. What do you think?" And they go, "Uh oh." Hmm. Like, can they handle a two-hour conversation where they have to be like open and honest with like? This is not a, this is not a, a one sentence question and you leave. Yeah, this is two hours, mm-hmm. and that means you're either going to say nothing or you're going to answer questions and talk about how you feel. about And things. that's why I think somebody like Lauren Bobert would just be perfect because she's outspoken. She's smart too. She's she's not. And and uh, actually, you know you know who else I saw? Uh, I watched that Tucker Carlson, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene interview uh, when on Fox Nation. Nice. She's. She's not a lunatic. She's a very smart woman. And she came across as, as very reasonable and not a lunatic. And I was just like, why can't we see this? You know, like yeah. you have to be, you have to be, uh, subscribed to Fox Nation, I guess. Uh, but she's, she's smart. She, but then she says something crazy anyway. And you're just like, Oh, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> like don't go there. Like you need, you need to just kind of dial it back a little bit, but, um, I would love we'll to see. see. I would love to interview Chuck Grassley. By the way, oh, I think yeah. he'd have oh, a, yeah. a bajillion yeah. great stories, especially like the stuff during, uh, you know, the uh, the the Kavanaugh hearings and uh, and uh, Justice Clarence Thomas because he's featured in that that documentary. Yeah. I think just talking about stuff like I, Chuck Grassley, he's, he's smart. And they're like, he's old. He's going to run for Senate again. Like. Yeah, he runs. He runs like three miles a day. Yeah, but we need, we need just need to get rid of incumbents, man. Uh, but but he's not Diane Feinstein. Mm. Eh. You know what I mean? Like he's actually still, you know, he's he has more brain cells left. We just than, need say, young Biden. young energy. You know, uh, it, but I, I don't care about the Republicans to be honest because 
what have they ever done? You know, rubs uh, Luke's uh, rubbing off in you. Let's re- let's read some more. We got Pims the Great says Newport News shipbuilding is about to lose fifty percent of its workers over the mandate. Y'all need a shipbuilder. Wow, that's crazy. But I I briefly lived in Newport News like only a couple months. Hmm. Yeah, there's a military base there. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Newport News. Uh, good fun. That was a long time ago. Is there that an was- Andrew centric? Super chat in there. Somebody quick. Andrew Cent- Centric. Oh, we'll see. D- well, well see. we got a, we got a member. Dilly Dilly says, if only Candace Owens would banish Biden to California like Lady Galadriel in The Hobbit. <laughs> yes, excellent. Mm-hmm. But we're not doing fantasy references. <laughs> We've been doing uh, sci-fi the whole time. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. R- wrong show, jerk. Yeah. <laughs> well, come on, <laughs> He's man. so dumb. I mean, right? It's like, it's like Stargate. Come on. Lord yeah. of the Rings. No, we're big Lord of the Rings Nerd. fans. Nerd. <laughs> big, big, big Lord of the Rings fans. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Thomas Stankovic says, you said, wouldn't it be awesome to see a press secretary, Mike Malice, as if y'all ain't going to be co-workers. Can't fight destiny forever, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave's uh, yeah. I think we would help. I think we would. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Like to, to, to the extent that we could, I yes. definitely love to, uh, you know, but um, Michael Malice as the press secretary would be like taking a gigantic bucket of ice water and splashing people in the face with it who are all not paying attention. I think it'd be fantastic. Hey, speaking of coworkers, uh, just want to say hi to Cassandra Fairbanks. Oh, yeah. oh she's fantastic. She's, she's awesome, awesome yeah. with her with her new monkey. She's had her for yes. like six so weeks cute. now. And My- speaking of monkeys, Lauren Chen's going to have a little a little baby Girl. monkey to play with. <laughs> you were like, she's so, my monkey too? Oh, yeah. she's so not, not a real monkey, no. Congratulations to Lauren my, Jen. Michael, yes. Michael Malice will be able to craft responses in such a way that it makes it very difficult for the media to try and stop reporting on something. You know, unless they just literally don't report what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I think his abil- his understanding of like linguistics and manipulation is make it, he'd make it very, very difficult for them to pull things out of context and then You'd get weird stories where the regular, you know, public might be like, "What?" I think it'll be fantastic. Plus, he'd be insulting them hmm. to varying degrees, so that's good. All right, let's see what we got. Let's read some more. Just Jenny says, "I love Andrew. I'm so glad he's back on the show." No, finally, an- no, yeah. Andrew. We poo poo. I don't know, no. man. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I should try. Uh, li- to to be fair, Lydia's been asking me, uh, you know. If I could come to mm-hmm. the show, I've been and, pestering you regularly, and uh, she's she has been pestering me, and of That's course right. I come the day where my flight's totally <laughs> screwed over. But uh, I, to be fair, I was I was I have been busy, and I was I, I've been slowly building my presence in Florida, so uh, lots of furniture to build, stuff yes. like that. So awesome. uh, I've been you know just now that I'm now that I only have like one or two more things to do. We got a question I'm for here. you. Come up here. Storm Viking says, hello, don't walk, run. Hello. I was wondering what part of Florida you moved to. Also, are you hiring for your show or in need of a Florida guide? Thank you. I am not hiring. Uh, I am a one-man band because I don't (laughs) – come on. I'm a conservative – well, not. I'm not really conservative, but I'm a conservative YouTuber. So uh, (laughs) good luck. I don't make a lot of money. Uh, So, But definitely not enough to hire people. And I'm probably just going to keep my – area you know florida how's that um but i will say that uh i i passed the background check and i'm really excited Ooh, wonderful really excited very good yeah all right i just i just got a uh, 2a people 2a yes why you can do it i bought the or Cal- biden takes Cal- it away calico uh m100s which is a hundred round was it what, what, what is it called it's um 
Helix. Yeah. Helix. It's uh, not a drum mag, yeah, it's but a helix it's something mag. else. Yeah. Really? Holds 122 uh, rounds. Probably going to jam a lot, I'd imagine. And it, 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 it's like a, it's like a weird-looking sci-fi gun, you know, but it's like... Sure. Looks, I'm, I can't wait to take it to the range. you got to find the right 22s to make sure that that right. uh, shoots well. Do you have a yeah, first firearm, are, or do you have one that you're looking for? Or? Uh, no, I have, I, I have two firearms. Very no. cool. Do you I, care to oh, two. say which sure. ones you like? I, I went start. and I, I said I, I want all the guns. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I, I bought an HKP-30. Okay. Very cool gun. It's mm-hmm. like it's not even... I didn't. I I had no idea what I wanted, honestly, uh, and I just said I'm, you know, just show me some guns, <laughs> you know, and uh, and then of course I I look at the HK and it's so, it's such a cool gun and they're like, well, well that's the. And I said I think I'll I'll buy it. They're like, what do you like about it? I'm like, well, it's it's light and you know, and they're like, that's the John Wick gun. I'm like. It's not, it's you know, not why I'm buying it, but you know, it's a cool yeah. gun. One of my favorites is one, the, the first gun I bought was the, the is the uh, the Governor can fire four ten or forty five, mm-hmm. and firing four ten out of that thing is just hilarious. Luke was at the range with us, and he just loaded up. It was like boom, 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 and it's just like everyone's like. You're shooting shotgun shells out of a revolver, you know? It's well, fun. I brought my guns in the plane. You want to take a look? No. No, I'm kidding. That's why hey. the plane is delayed. I brought <laughs> yeah, wow. Don't even, don't even joke about Good that. Good work, Andrew. <laughs> All right. F-Man Angry American says, Tim, quarterback Drew Brass, number nine for the Saints, was forced to support the rapist. He came out against him at first, but peer pressure made him change his mind. <laughs> Imagine being able to be peer pressured into supporting Jeez. a rapist. Can you Couldn't believe that? Me. Wow. That guy's got no spine. At least the people who support no. it have the spine enough to say they do. <laughs> this guy was like, oh, geez, I guess I should. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Some people, man. Sad. Doobie McNasty says, Tim, that description of the Rittenhouse case was phenomenal. You didn't hold anything back. It was like we uh, we were in the members only video. I love all of it. Well, yeah, but, you know, that's it's just the truth. And if the truth is the truth, it's the truth. We say it. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, I saw Rittenhouse was trending, and everyone's like, "He's a terrorist," and they and they all just lie about oh, what happened. Please, everybody yeah. lies. They lie about everything. I know. It's just they live in 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 a swamp. That's what it is. They're just mucking around in human feces. It's the same people that are like, "Trump's going to jail." Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Trump hasn't even Trump hasn't been president in. Right. It, it seems like four years. Yeah. All right. You know. Check this out. Dragon Lady <laughs> says, read your segment earlier, Tim. I work in a grocery store. Store. Folks, Tim is right. Stock up on non-perishables. It's crazy how much stuff we can't get in. On a side note, love your stuff, Andrew. Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. There's a it, rice shortage. Well, did you know that? You know, first of all, I was really excited earlier this year because – you know, for over the 4th of July, we saved 16 cents yeah. on our barbecues. And that oh, was yeah. a big deal. And I'm like, you know what? It's beef prices are double. You know, but 16 cents. Tim, <laughs> come on. Uh, the, the local barbecue, the local barbecue <laughs> stop uh, over here in Virginia doesn't sell brisket anymore. They mm-hmm. said it's too expensive. Nobody, no, they can't sell it. Well, it's too expensive to get. That's crazy. So it's like a barbecue place with no brisket. What am I supposed to do? I love brisket. There is a place off the side of the road down in Virginia that has the best brisket I've ever had. It is a huge, thick cut cooked overnight. Man, it is insanely delicious. And it only costs five thousand dollars. Uh-huh. Twenty twenty bucks. <laughs> twenty bucks for a you know big cut. But everything everything is expensive. Yeah. yeah. And and just traveling around Florida, by the way, uh, you can see why because everybody's hiring. Mm-hmm. Every single mm-hmm. place is hiring, mm-hmm. and when they're hiring. And they they they're trying to get people 
they got to pay them higher wages, whether or not that job is worth that much money. Let's let's be real. You know, most of these restaurant jobs. Not not to say that working in a restaurant is bad. It's it. Some of my favorite jobs have been re- working in restaurants, but they they're not worth thirty dollars an hour. You know, you can yeah. any job where you can completely train on your own at the restaurant or wherever is not worth that much. We got we got a super chat here from Poofy. Robo- Poofy! Poofy! Yes. What's up? Yes. She says, Robo Biden would just be a Roomba that yells incoherently. <laughs> <laughs> it, it bounces around randomly and then gets stuck in the corner when it falls off the carpet. Gotta yell at it a lot. I, uh, I bought a Roomba, by the way. How'd that go? I bought the Roomba and it was over, um, some, some Black Friday thing maybe. Mm-hmm. Or no, 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 the Amazon Prime thing. Mm-hmm. I bought, I bought the, the vacuum and I bought the mop. Because I'm a lazy wow, yeah, SOB <laughs> who doesn't want to. <laughs> I love it. And and I called and I called it Robo Biden. Yeah. <laughs> Leg. Uh, so so I I just don't know how to pronounce your name, but I'm going to pronounce it what however I can. Le- Legama Thigian. It's, pro- it's probably <laughs> it's probably a word. I don't know. Be careful who you mock. Biden is definitely a goa'uld. Picture his eyes flashing yellow. His voice gets all demonic. He cries out, "Tell Nak Jaffa Cree." Instantly, the death gliders descend from his pyramid ship and wipe out the cast castle, or he'll give you a symbiote. Oh snap! Yeah, he's right. Well, he's <laughs> well. Biden's dangerous already. I mean, he what you know? He killed like seven children the other yeah, day. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, he blew him up. He just, he just did it. He's, I mean, he's well, holding. You know, you can't, hold on. If 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 he's not blowing up kids, who's going to do it? You know? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Tr- what? You think Donald Trump's going to do it? Come on. Yeah. We we've got it's, we've got a we've got a child problem on this planet. You know, and and good heroes like Obama, overpopulation. And Joe Biden. Jeez. Mm-hmm. You know, Trump did drone strikes as well, and Trump did order commando raids. Now, here's a, here's the thing I want to clarify. But did too. he kill aid workers? Well, the, there was reporting that Donald Trump uh, ordered a commando raid that killed an eight year old American girl, the sister of Abdulrahman Alalaki. Mm-hmm. However. They say may have and suspected to. Uh-huh. It's very different from uh, Barack Obama's, oops, we killed an American citizen. So I'm wondering <laughs> if Trump, if the commander raid actually was the, res- uh, the the cause. Either way, I'm not a fan of that foreign policy. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Let's see what we got here. Gavon, uh, Gavin Deeth, death, says Jones Malice 2024. Mm-hmm. Brian Cox I says, like it. If not president, can Alex Jones moderate the debates? Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> no one would speak. Yeah, Heath Hansen no, says, so. Tim, Alex Jones impression on point. Also, when are you coming to the great state of Iowa? No idea. We're, Iowa. we're, we're building out the new studio. That's Chuck Grassley's state. That's right. Then we're going to be building out the mobile studio because we want to go to Nashville and Austin and we want to go to Florida. So we have this mobile, we have an RV. It's a, it's a fifth wheel trailer. It's got a kitchen, it's got a bathroom, it's got seats and everything, and we're actually putting cameras and setting it up, so we'll be able to do the show on the road. And the idea would be that we go to Nashville, but we pre-line up guests all based sure. in Nashville, which is likely going to be like Daily Wire crew people. Hopefully. Then we go to Austin, and we basically got everybody. you got, you yeah. know, you know Sydney and Elijah, you've got Alex and, and his crew, you've got Crowder and everybody. There's a lot of and people. And then you go to Florida, yeah. where you got, did Dave Rubin move there yet? Is oh, he moving to Florida? Yet. Yeah, not yet. I th- There's a lot of people been, in Florida but, that but are you're, very interesting. But you're a guest earlier this week. You you answer as well. yeah. 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 I mean, I do my videos in my RV, and having those fifth wheels is very convenient. There's a lot of room in there, 
and I've been living in one for over a year. Yeah, yours is very spacious. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, and it's not even that like brand new. It, it's you know, it's like it's very affordable. It's bigger than my apartment in New York City, and I love it. Yeah, I feel like the one we got is a long one, but Luke's has more interior space for some reason. Well, it has a lot of slide outs. Yeah. So mine has like our, three our, major slide outs that totally transition everything. I know a lot of people want to do the van life stuff, but they don't understand the larger implications. I know uh, YouTube is <laughs> like trying Brian to... Like Landry didn't yeah. understand the implications. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, just being on the road alone and traveling with people in small spaces is, is difficult. It definitely tests any kind of relationships you have, but... Um, you know, people don't understand van life that's promoted. Th- th- that life is, is pretty hard. Uh, RV life is not that easy as well, but a lot easier when you have a big fifth wheel. Well, I also think it has, it's easier when you have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, I love when traveling. When you're not just like an, an influencer, you know, walking around going, hey, we need to take pictures by Grand Canyon, man. You know, like when you're actually like, say, we're going to this town to interview people. So yeah. you, you better be going to Florida with your, uh, that's what I've been super van. That's what I've been trying to. All right, just uh, say hello. I got. I got to address this. York says, Tim, if you are truly starting a fact-checking website, will you keep a running tally of Alex Jones versus all mainstream media sources on percentage correct versus retracted? Yes. What I wanted to do is. Are you doing a fact-checking site? Yeah, we have two nonprofits we filed, and the filings are in. We're just waiting for tax exempt status, but the entities exist. Uh, It's called. This. this, I didn't come up with it. Tim. Truth and Media Foundation. Truth Tim Foundation. Media. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, ah. see what you did there. That's not clever. I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't clever. Come, it was someone else who came so up with it, clever. not me. Someone who was here, I guess, and we thought it was funny. But the idea is to do <laughs> fact-checking, and what we want to do is it's not so much as fact-check, like, like, did Alex Jones get it right? It's here's what Alex Jones was talking about. And then if Alex Jones says something like, they're turning the freaking frogs gay, we'll be like, the, the, you know, what we'll do is we'll say the – Article in reference that Alex Jones was referring to was about an atrazine pesticide. Here's the article. And then whatever his hyperbole or exaggeration or otherwise, you can just read the articles. So instead of us being saying, like, he's clearly lying, we'll be like, here's the article he referenced. Read it and draw a conclusion. And then Alex Jones gets three beanies. Three beanies. No, what we're going to do is, and we'll do this for InfoWars and any other site, we're going to go through their articles looking for violations of journalistic ethics. And then we're going to randomly sample a hundred recent articles. Then we're going to give them a score. Say, you know, this website has 65 out of a hundred articles deemed ethical. Here's the spreadsheet showing all the articles we reviewed, the ones we rated as unethical and the ones we rated as ethical. So, uh, false information is unethical and like failure to correct or opinion pieces or maximizing harm. So if an, like CNN, when they published that factory worker's name saying, here's the guy who posted the meme of Pelosi, we would give that an X and say maximization of harm. Mm. And then we would write, CNN had no reason to publish the name and job of an individual who posted a video online to tell the story they needed to tell. Mm -hmm. Journalistic ethics standards from SPJ says minimize harm, meaning if you don't have to cause damage to someone's life, don't do it. Then there's also opinions. Most of these articles are opinions. They'll put adjectives in places, and I guarantee you, man, you'll be surprised. CNN will probably get a 10 out of 100 Mm. because so many of their articles are going to turn out to be opinion. Like when they when they frame something in a certain way that is not factual. When they say experts agree on this, we interviewed so and so. X will be like <laughs> citing an opinion from a single expert does not guarantee a fact. We cannot state this is a true. This is an opinion piece based on the opinion. So w- when you look at a lot of these stories, they'll say we talked to an opinion who said it can't possibly be that it rained today because the expert at Stanford believes that rain actually one expert's opinion is an opinion piece, right. not a fact piece. So we would put X opinion unlabeled. 
And then you'll see a lot of these news outlets will be like getting very seriously bad scores. That being said, I don't think InfoWars would do well. I don't think a lot of conservative sites would do well either. Now, what we're focusing on is the Daily Wire, for instance, is overtly conservative opinion and perspective. We will not give a strike to someone who's overtly a conservative or liberal, like like uh, Alternet, for instance. We know they're progressive activists. So we're not going to we're not going to come to a place where it's like you're literally getting progressive or conservative activism or commentary and then get mad that they're doing it. We'll just put a label saying this is an, you know, a site that it, that it focuses on an ideology pretending to the left and their perspective. But then we'll go in and say that's factually incorrect. That maximizes right. harm. <clears throat> so uh, opinion websites and commentary uh, and, and, and things like that, we're not going to strike for being opinion or commentary unless they're not labeled as such. And when do you think truth in media it's already so. Here's the issue. It's already done, but it, it could take a few months for tax exempt status to go through. I see. Which means we can't put money into it until we have the official, you know, confirmation of tax exempt status. Okay. Uh, it's not going to do anything political, so it's it's probably not going to go anywhere near fact checking politicians. Just media organizations and uh, maybe like university content where they do articles and studies. And then we have another one, which is the the uh, open open network foundation, which is we're building social media technology to prevent to make it so people can't be banned anymore. So specifically, we're making an open source free version of a subscription pay service so that anyone can easily just go to the website, click download, drop the the file onto their server for their website, and then all of a sudden they have their own version of Patreon. No one can ever ban it. Their their hosting server can kick them off. They can find a new server. Their DNS can go after them, whatever. But there's not going to be a centralized Twitter or Patreon to ban ban them. And then this technology connects with something called the Fediverse, where, which is a decentralized open source um, like social network system. So then what I'll do is I'll go to a website like Gab, for instance. Gab is on the Fediverse. And then I'll put, you know, follow, you know, Bob at Bob.com, which will link to his server. So Gab can't ban him. They can just block access to their servers from his. The, anyway, the idea is if I have my own website, which functions as my own private Patreon, Patreon can't ban me. I could only ban myself. Then if people want to, you know, give money, you don't got to worry about giving a fraction, a portion of your money to someone else. We're going to be using open source uh, and decentralized video hosting. So it'll be free for the most part, which will be one of the cheapest options available. Hmm. So we, I think we're looking at Odyssey because Odyssey is like, you know, free to upload. Okay. And so people then can then post videos to their own site, post articles to their own site have a subscriber only option. People can then, you know, I'm going to give 10 bucks a month to this website to be a member. And then you have people having without, like if you sign up for Patreon or Subscribestar or Locals or whatever, you've got to give a percentage of your income. With this open source free software we're building, which we'll make no money on, you don't got to do that. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. It's, 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 it's happening. I think they actually launched like a, they're, they're like, they're, the, the crew's been building it. They're in alpha and they've just been building it regardless hmm. of the That's great. Uh, so now we want to hire people officially to do this stuff. And we've got some people who are interested in making donations, but we have to wait until the new year probably so that we, we can get our IRS filing for 501c3 status. It is going, the, the goal is to de- to, to, to strengthen the decentralized networks of communication to prevent po- uh, nefarious political actors from, you know, it's, 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 you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. There's always decentralized social media network attempts and they, they never get too big, but the goal is so that people can make a living. So that instead of having to go, so, so right now people tell me like, why use Patreon? Well, because Patreon is a network and someone can go into Patreon and give 10 bucks to all their favorite creators in one place. With what we're building, you'll be able to do that. You'll be able to sign up, 
in, 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 in all these different websites will be networked through this. So there will actually be like an, uh, like a, a recommended, a top trending section and all that stuff that people will be able to go to, to see this network of, of creator accounts and no one can ban it. That's the best part. That also means there'll be a lot of bad people, but that's the internet. And that's anything that goes over the line is going to be responsibly for law enforcement, not for some, you know, despot at Twitter or whatever. So we're hoping that decentralized technology will help people have careers, prevent them from having their lives destroyed by psychopaths like, you know, Zuckerberg, and then just generally create a more robust and balanced uh, political environment. It's going to be fun. Anyway, my friends, smash the like button if you haven't done it already. All those great projects are only possible because you guys are members at TimCast.com. So like I said, when you become a member, money comes in. We are, we are now using that. We did legal filings for these networks. We are not going to make money off the open source, pro, uh, open source project or the fact checking. We are literally saying you as members are funding the building of important work to try and solve these problems. The other thing we're doing is we're building culture. We have the Tales from the Inverted World. We have the Cast Castle vlog. We now have a new show in the works talking about pop culture, comics, movies. And that's what you are basically helping create as members. Not to mention, we're getting you all this stuff. So thanks for being members. You can follow the show at TimCast IRL. You can follow me personally at TimCast. And uh, Andrew, do you want to shout, any, shout anything out? Yeah, follow me uh, Follow me at Don't Walk Run, all one word, Don't Walk Run on Twitter. Uh, and you can look up Don't Walk Run Productions on YouTube. Uh, but definitely follow me on Twitter because uh, that's where all the spicy stuff is. That's where I, that's where I uh, you know, curse and get all nasty to people, including uh, John Fugel saying... Oh, nice. oh that yeah, guy. that's cool. I, I, I want to say one thing. <laughs> F you. Uh, I got. I, I got. I got to say one thing. Luke truly does have the best political shirts. dot com. Yes. <laughs> he, had, he has Thank a website. You. Now that, the shirts are no, no, uh, legit. Like I, I was looking at how you sketched the two plus two equals five, and I was like, those are good shirts, man. I have a great team. I I can't thank them enough. They're really awesome. They're incredible. So yeah, the shirt I have on says two plus two equals five. You bigot, uh, and uh, it gets a lot of attention, a lot of uh, thumbs up. But I'm also doing a collective art piece with the house with the vlog. So uh, I just got a room officially inside of the house, and there's a, the the room's bare. I have one wall. I'm de- I'm dedicating it to the audience. Whatever you send to the Timcast. Uh, mailing P.O. box that I could put on the wall, whether it's a sign, whether it's a poster, whether it's a picture, I will have to put it up on this one wall. We will truly see what your fans are like, and they can mail stuff pull to... Up the, pull up the P.O. box. I have it, I have it. It's the, <laughs> it, the you, you can mail me your housewarming gifts or your posters to P.O. Box 1229, mm-hmm. Frederick, Maryland, 21702. And of course, I'm going to be documenting it on my social media, but of course, it's going to be on the vlog. And I think it'll be interesting to see everyone kind of pitch into this uh, art piece, it's, which I think was it, going to be interesting to say the least. It's going to be 50 Gadsden flags in a, in a week. <laughs> or it could be other things we can't even say on the show, <laughs> which I don't know. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. So I, 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 I think it's a good way to spark the conversation, but also have this kind of uh, like like this this. everything just regurgitated on that wall that represents this show. So whatever you want the show to represent or whatever you want to to represent the large ideas expressed here, uh, mail it. $100 bills. I wouldn't be able to use it, but I would have to put it on the wall. But uh, if you can, just try to avoid using uh, Amazon. Try to use something that helps people like Etsy and eBay that people directly could use and and try to use as much independent business as you can if you're going to be mailing anything. That's my only request. So I keep re- looking. I've, I've 
across from Luke and I keep seeing the shirt and I, and I keep reading it in Carl Benjamin's voice. <laughs> you know? Yes. Cause he, it, it, he would, he, this is exactly what he would say. You pick it. Two I'm not going to say it, but I, I, I love the Lotus Theaters. I love Carl and Callum. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah, shut up. Um, awesome. And uh, we, we need to say goodbye to Lydia. That's right. I was going to say, I am really curious to see yeah. what all our audience sends to Luke to hang on the wall. I'm a little bit anxious about whatever people yeah. send. And I have to put it up. Bees. That's the rules. Will. I have yes. to put it up on the wall. Says I want to open a box of bees. No. I want to. A bunch of bees. I'm scared, you guys. Please send Luke good things to hang on his wall. You guys may follow me on Twitter at Sour Patch Lids. Worth the follow. That's Definitely right. Definitely worth the follow. Make sure you check out <laughs> youtube.com slash cast castle for all of our fun vlog shenanigans. And uh, it's Friday night, baby. We're going to go hit the casino. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Woo! Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.